0: Hey what's up everyone Welcome to the venue I'm Chris I'm Manny And we got a very special guest with us We got Actually I didn't ask if you wanted a nickname or not (laughs) Well no not really So we got Guillermo from Holy Wretched
1: Yo what's up You
0: hear that
2: shit (laughs) God
0: damn Holy Wretched in the flesh (laughs) Aquí estamos (laughs) (laughs) man. So how long have you been playing because I, I know you've been doing it for a while. I know you've done it alone as well.
1: Oh, you mean like, uh, like guitar your music. music, period? Yeah. Uh, I probably started when I was 13. And, uh, yeah, when I was 13, I... Uh, before, I didn't like, like, rock and roll or, or rock music or whatever. So I thought it was crazy. You know? rancheras. And dude, like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> <but> covering <laughs>
3: rancheras for your
1: tios and your grandpa and stuff? Yeah, no, but, like, when I was, like, younger, like, me gustaba, like... You know, Vanda Macho or oh, Bronco right. or shit like that. And then um, as I grew older, you know, I grew up like in the ghetto and stuff. So, like, we listened to hip hop, rap, and everything. And then what, like, got me into it was corn. Corn, like, it was freaking, like, you know, a little bit of like hip hop ish, you know, new metal. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then the yeah. rock. And then uh, I was like, what the hell is this? this it just sounds cool as fuck. And then from there, went to Nirvana and all this other stuff. And then I was like, I want to play the guitar and stuff. And then my <laughs> uncle played the guitar. So, uh, he started teaching me, and then I went on from there.
0: Yeah. Oh, jeez! So, thirteen years old is—is is that when you picked up your first guitar?
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. cool! And yeah, what what kind of guitar was it? It
1: was a crappy one. <laughs> as yeah. was all of ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, my uncle uh, he let me have one of his. I think it was his first guitar, too. It was called a Samick. I never heard of that. Well, oh, I didn't hear about a lot of guitars, but... Samick's Samic. not too bad. It's no, a it,
3: Korean brand. Yeah. Uh, usually known to copy Ibanez, as well as a few other brands. So yeah. it,
0: it's a mid-range guitar.
1: Yeah. yeah. So. I didn't know about it either until like uh, cause I got older and got more... Experience, uh, experience. Then I, I, saw somebody wearing a uh, playing a sammy. I was like, oh well, I guess it's not too bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if one other There's person, two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <dude>. Oh fuck!
3: <laughs> I remember back in the days uh, uh, a cheaper version of uh, The Ibanez uh, artist series The ones that you know The hollow bodies and stuff The older uh,
0: Oh those fucking oh, yeah, Cheap they, shits dude Holy oh, shit Oh no no no, no. They,
3: they were pretty fucking cheap dude No no no, no, no. You talking about Ibanez? Yeah the Ibanez they Not the, the little grabbing thing mm-hmm, Not the super super cheap ones I'm talking about like The ones that were like At least a solid 2,000 bucks Oh that's fucked Like off. the old Semi hollow bodies
0: <laughs> Okay then you're not Talking about the crappy ones What the fuck No 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 He's a different level what, what, <laughs> what I mean well, oh, my
3: cheapest guitar is $10,000. <laughs> I, I had a Samick that was a pretty much a perfect replica of uh, Ivan's artist collection, uh, Hollowbody. Mm-hmm. So I was fucking stoked. I was like, oh, yeah, dude. I picked it up in the Midwest for like 250 bucks, case oh, nice. and everything. Come to find out, the fucker was worth like 750 bucks. Oh, wow. It comes it, up. It's just because it's in the Midwest Nobody fucking has money And nobody (laughs) can buy shit dude So it was cheaper Yeah so it was way fucking cheaper dude Uh, But uh, I ended up bringing it back home uh, With all my other shit And uh, I ended up getting rid of it after doing some research on it, I was like, "Oh, it's worth that much. That's not too bad." Yeah, I guess it is
1: true what they say: is chi- everything's cheaper on the east side or something. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> shit, dude. Fucking food, fucking hotels. Yeah, Wait, like, how, how much a night?
3: Oh, <laughs> the lot lizards are like five bucks instead of fucking fifty. And then you can
0: still talk them down. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
3: Mika, Mika. A coffee and a fucking bread. Come on, girl. And I'll give you a ride down where you need to go. <laughs> her? Ah, you know what, baby? We got a deal. Right.
0: Shit. Hell yeah. In her head, she's like, I could have done it for less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would have just done it for the bread. Fuck the coffee. And she's all like, I came up. <laughs>
3: Shit, now I don't know if I'm talking about the Midwest or Pomona Fuck (laughs) Oh man Oh Oh, dude, so uh, You know, you started music at 13 and everything Uh, So What part of uh, California are you specifically Like from or where you grew
1: up from? Or well, like uh, That movie I was born in East LA homes. Oh shit <laughs> Right here brother <laughs> Alright Hell yeah For sure Oh shit That's two for two <laughs> Fucking interviews With East LA
0: Fucking uh, I was over there By first
1: street By first street Yeah Um, My story Um, Yeah like I only lived there Like like when I was like Like a little freaking baby You know So like I don't remember Like living over there
0: I moved away When I was five Came th- here
1: And I think we moved from Like I was just like Probably like two or something. So like I can. Oh, so you got I away can, from I can't all that gang violence. I can't represent East Oh, late. No, no, no. Yeah. You were born there. You can re- yeah. re-
0: represent. I was gonna say reproduce, but <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, typical Mexican reproducing before the age of five. You know? Right? Necesitamos más trabajadores. Come on, we need more. We need more workers. Let's do this.
1: When are you gonna get married? ¿Cuándo a casar? Dude, literally
3: yeah, come, I'm three. coming three
0: coming out of the vagina. You working yet? You working yet? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got your little
3: fucking work boots. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they're still toed, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah. you were born in East L.A. Um, what were your influences then? It was just the, well, like, uh, the us and all that shit? Well, like,
1: uh, I was, like I was saying, it was, like, two years old, mm. and then um, from there, my family moved to Orange County. Mm, and then Orange okay. County, I kind of, like, grew up there. And then, um, yeah, that's how I, I um, when I was growing up in, you know, four or five, I used to listen to all the, well, my parents listened, you know, like, Bronco, uh Banda machos and Los bookies. The, uh, <laughs> those bookies. I didn't really like the bookies, I kinda like like quebradita, like fast stuff, you know uh, what I mean? For for our listeners that don't know, um
3: it's commonly referred to as uh Mexican cleanup music. I'll do it every Saturday. <laughs> Six in the morning, never fucking fails. El Pinche CD está puesto ya yeah, I'm most cabron. <laughs> I
1: think I don't know for me, I think like the Mexican cleaning music will be like Vicente Fernandez or like fucking. Oh, no, that's shit. Fucking that should drinking music. Oh, yeah, you no, know, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, That the Like for the, oh, women, yeah. for oh, the yeah. women. Oh, yeah, yeah, shit. My tia, <laughs> yeah. my mom, everybody's like,
0: that shit starts playing, <laughs> the smell of pints <laughs> all yeah. the air. They're like
1: mopping with a passion, you know? <laughs>
0: And then always singing fucking in front of the lyrics. Oh, yeah. It's like an
1: echo effect. It's your mom and then the fucking music. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, oh, oh shit. So, like, you know, like, well, for me, like, it was, like, it was cool because it was kind of, like, hyper music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, even now to this day, I feel like, man, like, I like Quebrita because it pumped me up. And then I kind of uh, compared it to metal. I was like, this shit is, like, still, like, poppy. And, like, it pumps me up. So I would say, like... Uh, I'm probably playing like Quebradita With like Distortion and shit <laughs> 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 Oh know? shit
0: Quebradita Breakdown <laughs> oh,
2: Breakdown <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think like Oh hey, shit fight, You can't get the Faisa out of me Hell no dude Dude, yeah. you, you,
0: you can totally do that shit by turn it into metal. Yeah, just in the background, add a little bit of accordion, <laughs> and you're fucking good. I don't know. Right? I,
3: a lot of new ranchera has a bunch of double pet on it. I know. I, see I hear it, know. it. I'm like, all I hear is. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like, am I mishearing that? Let me hold on. Let me go back, okay? Are Are you sure it was
1: double kicks, not like pistolas and shit? Dude, that shit has always been so fucking weird to <laughs> me.
3: <laughs> oh shit, dude. Oh, that shit no, has pues always No, Sinaloa. Weird. <laughs> oh, shit. Either Michoacan or the other, dude. Michigan. Oh man. Oh man. So, for you uh, you grew up in Orange County and uh, what was your transition uh, let's say uh like starting to play music As a form With a bunch of people Where were you by then
1: Oh that was like, When I moved to uh, Riverside to Corona Where mm-hmm. I live right now Like um Yeah when I was like 12 Or yeah when I was 12 We moved over here To Corona And then um Over here we moved into Like a nice neighborhood And everything And then um It was w- weird you know Coming from the ghetto And shit And like It was funny cause uh, Shit you must have been In Anaheim If you were in the ghetto In Orange County Yeah that well, or I lived in Anaheim in Oh in An- Anaheim Anaheim yeah And um uh, once I got there I was like was, You know like the mentality of was like you know Like ghettoness, I uh-huh. guess And then um, when The first day we got there These kids come over Like uh, I think like five kids Like they're around like My age or younger And they knock And I'm like What the hell and shit So I opened the door And they're like Oh hello how you doing Well we just noticed You just moved in Oh yeah yeah, Are like, you cops? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> my <laughs> mom said
0: you need a warrant. <laughs> yeah,
3: fucking lo-
1: you got little ice kids <laughs> in the neighborhood <laughs> and shit? No, no, opposite. They were like, oh, you want to come out and play? Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, if fucking I, shut the door, fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I, I really felt like that. Like, You know what I mean? Because that was like, you know, the mentality. How like, If my friends were there, they'd be like, what the it's oh, kind. Of, it's kind of like good. a culture shock. Huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. it was. It I, I was. totally
0: get it. When we fucking moved here and shit. Yeah, it, this neighborhood was majority white people. Yeah, that's so everyone was. fucking came and we're like, oh, because we're Mexican. Yeah. Like, what the? <laughs> <fuck?"> <laughs> like, yeah, and I'm like, what's going on? Who are these people? Why are they here? How do they know where we live? We're yeah. your neighbors. What is that?
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, it was like it, exactly like that. It was a shock, and then um. I started like you know hanging out with them, and then they like like rock, you know like uh, uh, like Blink One Eighty Two stuff like that. But my uncle, one of my aunt's uh, uh, boyfriends, he was the one like they were both into like rock music, like Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, Ramstein. But um, nothing caught my eye until I heard like Corn, and I was like, what's that? And then uh, he's all Corn, and then I just got the Follow the Leader album, and then from there I just backtracked, I I, uh, researched them and all that stuff, and then. All that then came like Nirvana, Rob Zombie, and like all the f- stuff that was badass, you know, during yeah. that time. Dude, that's fucking tight. And then, yeah, from the, like, I think Korn was my biggest influence. I was like, I wanted to be the singer and shit. And, um, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Jonathan Davis, fucking amazing vocalist. Mm-hmm. The way he fucking scats is fucking crazy. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> badass.
1: And he has a lot of, like, passion in it, you know what I mean? Like, that's one of the things, too, like, uh that I like uh, music a lot is because... Sometimes you know you feel like no one understands you or or oh, yeah. whatever. Especially because I feel like I'm the black sheep of my family. And then during that time, it was like I hear corn, and I'll be like, "Fuck, it's okay to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay to be weird, you know." Do yeah, so. that and fuck,
3: man. And I I feel like that's always been a a main draw towards uh, this type of genre of music, mm-hmm. where you know there's a lot of kids. You know, okay, so my family listens to this. And you know, no one else in the family is gonna listen to it. I'm gonna try it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, like you know, corn and shit, like a majority of rock and everything that I listened to, corn Nirvana and everything growing up, that was because of my mom. Yeah, like she was a huge metalhead growing cool. up. I mean, like she was a trolla too. Awesome. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was a fucking trola, which is how she got my dad. Mm-hmm. And fucking at the time, my dad was a trola in the early '90s, whatever. Oh. But You know, fucking still with the situation. He ended up taking my mom like corn, uh, go see corn and everything. Oh, that's fucking awesome. You have cool ass parents. Dude. (laughs) You were dancing. (laughs) Yeah. No, the the (laughs) whole joke was between me and my cousins. We're like, dude, my dad must have taken her to a concert somewhere in June of 97. And that's how my sister fucking ended up being conceived (laughs) because there's no way in fucking hell these fools would have hooked up around the same time that my dad mom hooked up for You know me to be born because me and my sister are literally three days apart. Wow! But we're seven years apart. Mm -hmm. So we're seven. I'm seven years older than she is, but our birthdays are three days apart. Wow! Mm -hmm. And me and my sister just like what the. Fuck did Dad and Mom do in June, dude? Like, where did they fucking go? They waited for warp Tour. Uh, <laughs> as shit, probably, dude. Uh, shit, it's the ritual. No, I mean, for me, it was probably something else. It was probably fucking an Art Lobo concert or something. But for her, it was definitely a fucking corn or warp Tour or some shit. Dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, because fucking uh, when my sister was born, that was when my mom was like transitioning from chola to fucking you know just metalhead. Yeah. So it, it was weird listening fucking.
1: Bring my Oh, uh, the, the funk! Yeah, it's a yeah. It straight. And I'm yeah. like, whoa,
3: what the fuck is this? Yeah, and like all her friends were in, in into it and everything. So I'm playing PlayStation, listening to it. I'm like, that sounds fun, cool. Yeah. And then you don't know, fucking find their CDs later. Start looking at them while you're pooping because you ain't got no reading material. Yeah, there were no phones. Yeah, there was no phone. Oh, yeah, no phone. <laughs> but man. the fucking CD player and the fucking CDs were all stacked in the bathroom. So I was oh, just yeah. like, oh yeah.
1: Uh, some reading material
3: Go through <laughs> all these lyrics <laughs> Hell yeah Dude so I mean that's fucking rad dude So you literally went from Corn and then you backtracked And then uh, what was your first modern take of metal for you Modern take um, uh, Like um, after uh, Corn and everything After Korn <clears throat> that, that made you say you know what this is why I want to keep listening to this
1: Mm, I corn again, <laughs> yeah. corn? and the answer is uh, corn. What is? Uh, <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I would say like um, <clears throat> soulfly, soulfly, mm-hmm. and soulfly. I heard so when I heard soulfly, I was like, "What the hell?" Like this is fucking a different animal compared to corn. And um, yeah, like I backtracked soulfly too, like all the way to sepultura, and then it just opened like way new doors and like the sepultura is a big influence as well for me. So I say corn like sepultura like Max Cavalera, mm. and then uh, Fear Factory too. Dino Casares that was like one of my biggest influences and stuff. So like just them like I see they actually kept me busy for years because I was like hearing this, hearing <laughs> this. Like I missed out on so much, you know, growing up. So I was backtracking to that, but then um, after that <clears throat> we we'll broke the to the heavier side was I Cannibal Corpse. My oh, okay. My uncles shit. are like, oh, I see this. Shit. I was going to
0: get kind of mad if she said Slipknot. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Actually, I kind of
1: hated on them at first because um, my friend. Oh, he, you
0: were one of those dudes. Oh, no, they're fucking copying Mushroom Head. <laughs> no, no,
1: because I pretty heard Soulfly. I was like, this is so fucking like raw and, you know, cool, you know. And then um, my fr- one of my friends, we always like, you know, rival each other out. And he's all like, oh, I got this new band of Slipknot. And then I was like, ready to show on Soulfly. And I was like, "Oh, check this out!" And then, uh, um, so Soulfly that first album, you know, it's just like one kick, and then the slim I was like, dah, 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 like, oh, fucking heavy!" And then I didn't want to admit it, like, uh, that it was heavier than Soulfly. I was like, the oh, Soulfly is way better," you know, like
2: that, ah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then later,
1: I go home and I used to check out the sleeve. Like, oh, it's pretty tight. <laughs> 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 fucking off, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, but uh, it didn't last long because that that album was awesome, and I love that kind of metal, like it's. just doesn't have to be too fancy it's just straight to the point and yeah and it's kind of it has some cool shit and you know <laughs> uh so after that
0: uh did you get into heavier shit heavier than cannibal corpse yeah stuff?
1: so i had like that stage where i was corn you know limb biscuit uh soulfly rampstein and stuff like that but then when it got to the next level it was the cannibal corpse my uncle was just like oh let's check this band out it looks all fucking crazy so we got Cannibal Corpse, Unleashing the Bloodthirsty. I know it's not one of the classics, but for me, like, that's, uh, I like that. Oh, that's going to be your classic, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then from there, like, you know, when you check out the booklet, it says other bands to check out. So I looked from there, and then we went to, like, Dying Fetus, uh, Deicide, oh, fuck. and fucking Morbid Angel, and and then Hate Eternal, Nile, and stuff like that, and I was just like... Whoa When I heard Niall I was like What the fuck You know <laughs> No you know what When Before I heard Cannibal Corpse I was playing the guitar Like already Kind of like alright And I was like Oh I think I'm pretty good now You know And then uh, We hear Cannibal Corpse And we get the DVD and shit And then they're all Fucking fingering the board All over down And I'm like I fucking suck.
3: Oh <laughs> <laughs> like Back back to the oh drawing board. Shit, dude. <laughs> Jeez, that's how it is. Dude. Yeah, fuck?
0: dude. I, I was so happy when because uh, System of Down has always been my favorite band, and when yeah. I saw how they played and stuff, and I was able to play their shit, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking good. Mm-hmm. Then I started getting into hardcore. Yeah. And then metalcore and stuff. Yeah. And. Then I I started getting into like thrash and all that, and the techniques just changed and changed. I'm like, you no. thought you had to figure it out, yeah. <laughs> and I was pissed because I'm like, no, I just learned system all down. You can't do this shit to me. And it, I went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't play guitar anymore. This fucking sucks. I'll never get a band. Doesn't like have to
1: be exactly. <laughs>
3: Damn. It, 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 yeah, it'd be like that.
0: Yeah, it, it it sucks though, cause when you're young, you don't think about it. They've had years of fucking experience. Yeah, yeah. You you're
1: true.
3: just you're just sitting there like, the fuck. Yeah. Uh, I, it's just, like I a, just
1: spent my allowance money on this bitch. It's like uh, that Linkin Park song. <laughs> I tried so hard. Oh my God. <laughs> At the end, it doesn't even matter. Oh, man. Right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was,
3: that was me playing drums in high school. What? Oh, no, fuck no. That was me playing the same breakdown in two step over and over again. My neighbor would come <laughs> over <laughs> and be like, shut the fuck up, dude.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm practicing. You got it down. Ooh, he was like I
3: get it It's the same breakdown What are you playing I'm like I don't know I'm just playing with the shit I'm listening huh. to And he was just like What the fuck are you listening to It's the same constant breakdown Yeah He's like You a should be happy hardcore. I don't play a trumpet And shit do it. <laughs> <laughs> His fucking brother Picked up clarinet Like a year or two later So you'd hear this Who practicing That's
2: annoying
3: That was annoying yeah. Dude for like three hours a day And I'm just like Bro I get it Fucking do your shit I'll right here the drums (laughs) yeah dude I told him too I was like would you rather hear the drums or fucking your brother try to play the same Jurassic Park note over and over again until he gets the intro
1: oh man that's a bad one too (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I
3: can't even do it off the top of my head right now but this motherfucker is literally day in and day out I'd be in the backyard smoking all I hear is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he'd fuck it up midway, and I'm like, damn it, he almost had it, fuck, dude. Oh man. And they got to the point where I was just like, like I was kind of cheering the motherfucker on. I'm yeah. like, come on, dude, you got this, shit. <laughs> 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 Ah, oh, I'm like you almost fucking got there dude. You <laughs> almost got to when the fucking Ronosaurus jumps up and gets to leave, bro.
1: It's all messing up you're like, ah <laughs> You try to take Start the Start yelling away. at him.
0: But, Motherfucker I can't smoke smoke because you keep fucking up. Hey,
1: you can oh, do this? You can do this right. <laughs> so
3: it, it's fucking crazy to think, you know, the parallels between musicians, you know, for guitarists it's like, Oh well, I have years until I'm like that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in th- you know the band that you're listening to, or uh, who whoever you're into gonna... at that time, versus a person that's into classical music, <laughs> they're the con- they're <laughs> constantly comparing themselves to seasoned musicians that play fucking uh, wh- music halls, and they're constantly doing uh, uh, philharmonics and everything. They're comparing themselves to those people that have 30 plus years under their fucking belt. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't understand why I'm not at that fucking level. Like, Like, I don't think I'm ever going to fucking be there. And it's the same track of mentality, just different genres. Yeah. And, you know, just different idols and everything. And it's crazy to see it. But at the same time, it's the same passion. It's the same fucking drive. It's the same motivation. It's just different genres.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, uh, you know, like that saying they say, we are our own worst critic or whatever. Oh Ooh. fuck yeah, yeah, dude. No matter how good you Especially are. Especially like, if oh, you're nah. a fucking guitarist. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Holy shit, guitarists fucking beat themselves down so fucking much, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I've done it. Look at Fredo. Right? <laughs> Right. Fredo you've seen, it, you've seen his fucking posts Yeah i see seen Yeah, He's entertaining <laughs> Yeah
3: I mean yesterday I was like Fredo why are you so angry bro <laughs> <laughs> I was like I get it You told people that You don't want to be in a band no more But that doesn't mean you can't You know you gotta stop playing Like Yeah you know, Like fuck dude Play for yourself Don't play for anybody else Yeah Like you know at the end of the day y- You're playing music Because it's what drives you To keep you going
1: Yeah it shouldn't matter What anybody thinks yeah. Exactly
3: dude Or not even that like, You know like fucking What anybody wants from you Yeah You're you know Fucking There, You know their expectations At the end of the day For you as a musician Doesn't fucking matter Yeah What matters mm-hmm. is that What you're doing With the fuck you love to do mm-hmm. And you're doing it How you want to do it See
0: that that's really good advice But in Fredo's uh, I understand him too I Well understand. no with Fredo He He's a cocky ass motherfucker <laughs> he, He'll tell people straight out oh, I'm fucking amazing At the guitar
1: Kanye West <laughs> yeah, he got the Kanye West syndrome.
0: <laughs> he'll he'll tell people straight out like I'm, I'm fucking amazing. I don't need to practice. This isn't that. His problem was that our band broke up. So he's like he that fucking devastated him, mm-hmm. and that's what want, uh, made him want to quit music and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, why are you get, we're just fucking banned Yeah. Find you, you, a different drummer. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna have the same fucking chemistry. Doesn't matter. You might have a better one. Yeah. But exactly. he's still like. Neh.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's sometimes, you know, people need time to, like, to um, adjust, and, like, i have done that before, where, like, I stopped playing music for a few years when I was, like, 20-something, and um, then yeah. eventually I came back, but, um, you know what I mean, you can't blame people for doing what they do, but, yeah, I understand your analogy, like, hey, you know, just because this is over doesn't mean you, can keep, you can't keep trying, because yeah. you, maybe you fucking come across somebody Where you have a better opportunity You know Yeah And sometimes better opportunities Come out of devastation
0: Yep Yeah. Yeah And yeah, but, he, but doesn't. he does he doesn't understand that.
3: He
1: will. He, he will. will he, get it eventually. <laughs> yeah. It's just you fuck. know it, it's all a process. It is, it's
0: gonna be that whole shit again though. It's gonna be take like fucking three fucking years. Is he calling he's
1: calling in right now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta call her on the
1: very <laughs> hey, right
0: I hear <laughs> <hate> you guys. <laughs> oh man, he hit it he hit the Fredo voice.
3: <laughs> hey what's up everybody? Welcome <laughs> to Fredo's Reds uh, <laughs>
0: So we got Fredo on the line,
3: guys <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, Fred. We love you, show. Oh, <laughs> That's hilarious. So,
0: what other influence did you have after Cannibal Corpse? uh What would be the heaviest shit that you got into?
1: Yeah, like for me, like during that time, I think like the heaviest, like for me, like I already like made like a family tree of like metal, and I had like you know like new metal and corn like, over here at the bottom, and then like you know, going its way up.
3: Oh, you kind of have like that little family tree from school of rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: haven't seen that in a while, but you, you can imagine, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, the top ones were like, uh, Nile. No, was it, uh, vital remains and Hate eternal were like mm. the, like the, the fucking, the top of the cream for me. Shit. And like, uh, Haiti eternal was like the dad. And then, uh, vital remains was the mother. And I say that because Haiti eternal was like same, you know, same level of heaviness. But it was dark, dark freaking, you know, riffs mm-hmm. and dark shit. And then, uh, *Vital Remains* was brutal as fuck, but their that shit was epic, you know, the solos they had and like the the, the, the riffs on it, like not as dark, you know what I mean? Just kind of like more like a little bit more melody to it. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they were like the the heaviest, and then after that is Nile, and then Nile, Fetus and then just like stuff like that. That's why I had it in my mind, you know, growing mm-hmm. up and um yeah i think those were the heaviest ones when i was growing up i was like this is the shit <laughs> are those
0: the ones that influence the sound you guys have now
1: i would say like it will have like a little bit of everything you know what i mean like um it'll have to date back to like um i, w- I don't think we have like any corn stuff like on our stuff you know
0: <laughs> oh you need some distorted bass for that shit. <laughs> i know right but like um
1: like definitely like uh, definitely i would say sepultura and like um like, yeah, like, you know, Nile, they have. Like, that's what I like about stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, that's why I like um my band, of course. <laughs> because, like, you know, you cooperate a little bit of heavy, chunky stuff from Fear Factory or Sepultura. And then, you know, just when you think, oh, you know, that's how fast you get, then we had come with a freaking blast beat. Bah, 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 and that's when Dying Fetus or Nile comes in to play. Yeah. So it just feels like you have, like, a whole arsenal. Like, oh, you just have the power to do what you have to. And then if you need to annihilate, well, here's a fucking blast beat. <laughs>
3: dude, fuck.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that sounds like a, a good <laughs> imagination. Yeah, no, 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 like honestly, like
3: to put it in perspective like that. Yeah. Uh, on, you know, what your music process is like in creation, and everything that's fucking amazing, dude, because like, I don't think a lot of people put that into thought when they're making, uh, music, <clears throat> And I say this especially like for uh, Hardcore bands from Pomona Right now it's all Fucking the same chug mm-hmm. Right now it's all the same fucking breakdown Right now it's all and like I, I was telling him I'm like I fucking <clears throat> I have nothing against slam uh, Slam bands like slam hardcore mm-hmm. It's just it's the same Shit over <laughs> and over again And then they're you know you expect that Fucking breakdown that build up and you hear it, And then it's just uh, Fucking it's just a shitty chug yeah. And you're just like, this is bullshit. All that buildup for this, the oh, fuck out of here. Looks and yeah. I told, <clears throat> and like I told him, I'm like, I'm a fucking, I'm a hardcore kid from Pomona. Like our shit was fucking crowd killing and fucking fighting invisible ninjas and shit. Yeah, you know? just the shit you imagine. Yeah, you know? dude, and it, it, it was fun. You know, it fucking, but it was fucking Pomona hardcore. You mm-hmm. know, it's a bunch of bands from Pomona or like the surrounding areas, fucking Fontana. Fucking Montclair, yeah, pretty much IE hardcore. You know, they're all backyard shows and everything. Yeah, and uh, right now because there's the there's not really too many backyard shows anymore. Which Mostly sucks. because we've all gotten older, and I feel like these kids have lost the meaning of DIY. Yeah, <sighs> where you know, back in the days, you know, when you're younger, you're just like, well, we want to fucking play. How are we gonna fucking play? Yeah, let's fucking set up a show. Who got a free backyard? Mm-hmm. Fucking, we'll go to their house this fucking day. Let's make a fucking flyer, fucking throw that shit online, Yeah. post that shit on your fucking MySpace, you post that shit on your fucking MySpace. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking some homegrown print that shit out and then fucking give out flyers. I'm like, damn, dude, we're doing the most. Yeah. We're literally fucking advertising <laughs> without even knowing what we're doing. Did you yeah. ever deal
0: with that? What? With advertising like that?
3: Like a gorilla? I would say gorilla DIY advertisement. Uh what do you mean? Like just uh When oh, uh, well, I was gonna actually ask this uh through the build up. So you went from, you know, your music in the beginning mm. and then you transitioned to harder stuff. What was the transition where you finally said, I'm going to make a band mm. and we're going to start playing these shows? Well, it seems
1: like uh, since I was able to play some riffs, like I found some musicians um my junior high and then Ooh. we started playing and they were kind of like based from pop punk. So I had to like brutalize him a little bit, you know. <laughs> I was like, you "Gotta I can't play too heavy, bro." Here, quick, listen to Nile. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> During that time, it was like, um, like a brujeria and sepultura and corn. Those mm-hmm. were like, like the stuff. It's not not too crazy.
0: Yeah, also kind of in the punk genre.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's you know, and it's it's a little universal, but more than than the other stuff. And then um, yeah, so I was like fuck it, let's play this. And then um, then as, when I get to high school then i formed a different band and that one was more based on like trying to be like more the brutalist like my my agenda was like i got to make the craziest riff you know the the fastest you know just to impress like the death metal fans or whatever and um you know it, 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 i made some cool stuff but at the same time sometimes i felt like it was forced you know and then um and then um, now that i'm older then i got older like um i i saw like the real picture for me i was like i'm not gonna try to impress anybody i'm gonna try to impress myself yeah you know what i mean i like a lot of cool music and i know i could make something cool you know what i mean like just like you said you hear a band and you're like oh you're waiting for the breakdown this and that. like what the hell yeah and then like it's just like you thought you're thinking what you're thinking is like well fuck i'll just make my own fucking music you know what (laughs) I mean? yeah (laughs) Yeah, dude that's that's the best
3: way to put it because like i I mean okay, growing up like, like in uh oh, yeah heck? dude
2: yeah, they, yeah. Like you fucking, got on <laughs> <laughs> there there's this band
3: in Pomona I don't want to put them out there or whatever <laughs> but uh uh let, let's just uh say they're called Summer's End. Mm. Uh they had they're fucking I'm putting them out there fuck them. <laughs> was, they're called Winter's End. Uh-huh. Uh fucking just local Pomona hardcore band and they had this fucking um they had this one song that I really like really good melodies really good just overall they're rhythm good. and everything. But the build up to the final like what you would consider a breakdown or mm-hmm. a bridge, whatever it would build up. And, dun, 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 and you'd have the keys in the background. Yeah, flat. Ching. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I got mad. I'm like, dude. I fuck because they're my friends and everything. I'm like, dude, I literally went to them. Like, you guys have this awesome build up. I hear the fucking bell from the ride, and I expect, and instead, you give me fucking melody and shake the fuck out of here with your bullshit. That
0: might have worked out if they had the breakdown behind that, exactly. And that's what I thought
3: too. But the you know, it, they just made it that. They just made it like that. And it's like you were saying earlier, you know, what if I can take this and then, you know, just make it fucking better, you know, make it my own, you know, because something that you would enjoy, because after all, you know, it's music is an extension of yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're trying to extend yourself towards, you know, the universe and you're doing it in a way that you don't like, Mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, you're not going to get anything from your extension to the universe. But if you're putting your whole self and you're putting your heart and everything into it to hear something that you enjoy. Mm that extension to the universe is going to be the best extension ever because after that point, then everybody's going to enjoy it because they're like, Hey dude, like I feel what you're putting into this and yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. And you know, I hope you keep doing it. I hope you keep making more. And you know, it, it's uh you know, it, it helps to hear people he- tell you that. Yeah. Because that's what motivates you to do more and more and more instead of, you know, being, uh, how you say, uh, uh, you know in the same plateau And keeping yourself where you're at with the same You know two Albums worth of songs that you guys are playing Or three albums whatever Instead of going out and making new stuff Yeah because, definitely Because I mean at the end of the day you have those three albums to back up on Or you know two albums or you know In new newer bands cases Where they have like two EPs worth of music And at that point it's uh, Do you tell yourself Do we keep refining
1: this Or do we keep building I say keep building. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, um, I want to say, um, what did I say? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's not good, bro. That's not good. Um, but, you know, it, it, like, uh, uh, I was asking you earlier. F- so, for you with your band, uh, your first fucking heavy band, mm-hmm. when you guys would play shows, how would you guys do it?
1: Um, oh, yeah. For, like, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. we had a band called Machiavellian. And, um, how did, did we get a show, man? That was <laughs> weird. Um, Battle of the Bands, maybe. Oh yeah, we did like a Battle of the Bands, and then um, shout out to every uh, local public school that helped us out and let us do
3: a bu- Battle of the right. Bands, dude. Uh, it's
1: actually on YouTube. Like, uh, well, that was yeah. I was actually on YouTube. Um, that's well, we did it one at Fender Battle of the Bands, but we also did it at Corona High. Oh, dude, high? Yeah, and then um, it's actually there's a video on YouTube, and then uh, a, a mosh pit broke out like, and it was like uh, during like lunchtime. During your <coughs> show. <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody got crazy. Yeah, like uh, you know, there's. Bands every week for like the whole week, and one band every day, and like they're doing battle of bands and they're gonna vo- do a vote, and then there was like a punk band the first day, and then the other day was like kind of like an emo one, and then us, and then we come boom, and then everybody's like fucking feeling it. <laughs> and then, like, we told our friends like don't mosh pit to the last song so we could be able to play our whole set, and they're like all right, cool, cool. So they had our back, but the mosh pit broke out in the second song. Oh. And I told her was like, what the fuck? And they're like, it wasn't us. And we we're like, oh shit, fucking people and shit. So No teachers kinda, in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking opening up the pill. <laughs> you, you got your <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking chemistry
3: teacher in there. And shit. Right. Shit. There's there the
1: there a bunch of like chicks on the floor and like <laughs> oh, Josh <jocks shit>. fucking <laughs> shit up and shit. It's on YouTube so you can check it out. It's like uh I think Machiavellian at Corona High dude so that's it, fucking yeah. I think I should put it on the Holy Retro one just you know people could backtrack I guess too yeah I had long hair during that time kind of like right here oh, shit. Yeah. damn so <laughs> you you
3: went to Corona High yeah I did right there off of fucking Lincoln yes yeah, yeah. yeah. my deal lives right down the street from oh there. really uh, yeah I used to live right down the street from there too when I was a kid oh nice he nice. was probably
0: in the pit too right <laughs> 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 shit fucking <laughs> mentally
3: astral project myself in there <laughs> hell yeah dude yeah. Uh, but yeah we used to live right there off of uh, fucking Lincoln and uh shit what's the street before uh corona high was it eighth i think it's eighth maybe eighth uh, or six where the, all the shopping centers are six oh, yeah six street, 6th street. Okay. yeah we used to live right there off of Sixth street where the apartments are at mm-hmm. so we used to live right by there and then my uncle he moved into all those newer fucking uh uh the town uh the what is it, the little fucking uh the new neighborhoods that they had built those fancy ass two-story houses that oh, were all
0: the- those are townhomes I
3: think uh, No nah, not townhomes necessarily or I think Right there by Main Street Yeah by Main Street Oh okay okay Yeah he, he lives a little bit Towards there and shit But he still gets off Lincoln Just to fucking feel his old uh, Yeah His old ways Cause like my My and everybody We all grew up right there Off of fucking um, uh, Let's see Two streets or Ontario uh, yeah, Ontario yeah. and fucking Lincoln. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we used to live right by there, where the, all the little uh, little neighborhoods were at, the old neighborhoods before they built the new shit.
1: Yeah, and there was like a like a field right there mm-hmm. too. I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember the field right there too. There was a tree and stuff. We used to go there and kick it. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Bring back tree. memories. Yeah, it was cool. It <laughs> was nice. cool, dude. Fuck,
3: man. So you, you guys had your uh your your video on YouTube. Uh, so to get shows. 'Cause I know there was a venue in Corona back in the days. Yeah. Uh right there off of Main Street. Oh, State. Showcase. Yeah. Showcase. Oh
1: yeah, we did play at Showcase once. We did it w play all there once. And it was pretty awesome. But um yeah, like uh it was usually when when we we're like really growing, that's when uh showcase kinda like started like a closed, kind of yeah. Know? Yeah, oh, I remember I,
3: that was probably like what, two thousand and six, two thousand seven?
1: Yeah, like around that time, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, like, around the time, like, I was barely, like, building it up or whatever. That that was with Holy Wretched, but William was before, but then we had a fallout, you know, and then...
0: So how long has Holy Wretched been going on?
1: Uh, oh, like oh, one thing that I was gonna bring it up when you were talking, it was um, it's kind of hard uh, having like a band too, like because everybody has their input, you know, like oh, play this, play that. Maybe one of the players like wanted to do it the way you wanted to do it, yeah. But they're like, oh, how come I don't have a, a you know, yeah, this and that, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's one of the, the 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 tricky parts about being in a mm-hmm. band. But luckily for me, it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, I started this like I think that around two. Th- it was like. 2012 it was 2012 mm-hmm. with holy Reggie. 2012 and then um i had a vision well i didn't really have a vision i was like i just want to jam and i started jamming with that old drummer that i had before and then um he had like a oh, he, the old drummer he knew my 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 drummer from back in the days and i just knew he'd play the drums he just could keep a beat and i was like that's when i stopped playing music and i was like you know what let me hit this guy up see how is he doing and you just jam out as long as he can keep a beat, it's cool. And uh, I met up with him and he fucking, he was blasting away. I was like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> I was playing like, you know, like riffs, like new metal riffs, you know, over the blast beats. And it sounded fucking like, like fucking bad Imagine playing some like corn riffs over some blast beats. Like that's oh, like, shit. whoa, dude. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's, that's like everything I've dreamt of right there. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I was like, this is like Nirvana. This is like fucking awesome. And then from there I had the idea, I was like, dude, you done to start a band like I want I'll have an idea of like mixing new metal and death metal together that was like the main idea and then it went on from there and then um, pretty much I was like the director and he was like you know you know he'll follow my lead and stuff because I was the most like most experienced on the music uh, from him so he, he trusted me and then um, after that well you know <clears throat> we we uh, parted ways like after I don't know, like, six years or something like that, you know? And we went through, like, so many band members and stuff. It's just, like, it was hard to find committed people that were serious and responsible. And then um, with these new guys, like, you know, I already have the music made, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that I had before. So, like, I had the new guys come in and then, you know, it's kind of easy. Like, if you like what you hear, then, you know, that's what you're in for. And um, that's what makes it easier for me because I'm kind of, like, it's, like, my vision and then they respect it, you know? And then uh, like I let them put their inputs like the drummer like he, he helps me out a lot like the drummer Angel Gutierrez He he's like really creative as dude. He's been helping me on the vocals like in the last show He's been playing he's been doing vocals and playing the drums and it sounds the performance sounds like much beefier So dude, that's fucking tight. Yeah, so <laughs> um, i rad so that that helps me a lot because he has exp- I feel like he's like another uh, me, you know like uh, uh, another person that knows what's up because when it was before It felt like I had to do all the fucking work. Yeah. And then now it's kind of like, all right, he's doing something over here and this and that. So and then we got the bass player, too. So, you know, I I try to let them have their freedom. But at the same time, like I have I want to make sure the the song still has that same powerful part in this part. And it goes the mellow right here. Pretty much Mm -hmm. just direct that and then take it as you want. Like, go ahead and create your part and stuff like that.
3: Oh, dude. And, you know, the. That's pretty cool because as a uh, as a director, you know, it, it's it's kind of universal. Yeah. Uh, as that, you know, as you hold that position, it's not just for music. It's also for, you know, acting mm-hmm. as well as just being behind the camera and everything, because that's something that uh, directors do with their actors as well, where they'll tell them, OK, uh, I like what you're doing right now. Um, uh, do this for me mm-hmm. and then uh, just improvise the rest. Yeah. And just finish it off heavy and then we're good. Yeah. And honestly, like that, that's how some of the best music as well as some of the best art and movies that I've seen have come about where it's partial uh, interjection where you're just like, okay, well, I just need you to do this for me. Mm -hmm. If you can take care of that. And then just, uh, you know, just freestyle it in essence and just, you know, improvise it a little bit mm-hmm. and then come back where we're uh, where we're going to finish it off and finish it off fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, we're solid.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And good.
3: dude, that's that's a real good fucking way to go about it, especially when you have musicians that you're just bringing into something that yeah. you've already founded and that's already grounded as well. Yeah. Yeah and uh it's it's kind of like it's almost like directing a a band or an orchestra where you are just like you're kind of giving them like a sheet yeah but it's a mental sheet in this case where you're giving them that mental sheet and you're just like okay we'll play this for me and then just follow along
1: yeah and that's that's pretty fucking cool dude yeah um yeah thank you um yeah like um i i you know they want to have fun too so like i know they want to have their input too and everything so that's why I don't want it to be like, Oh, it's all what I say or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then so that's why I also wanna, you know, be lenient but at the same time don't lose don't lose the 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 image that we're trying to do because then when you do it then stuff like that happens when you're like like, (laughs) You know
2: what I
3: mean? Oh shit, you hear that ride bell and then fucking instead of a fucking chug or a nice blast beat or some shit, yeah. what the or, fuck was that dude Yeah, yeah I like, man, or like man, I like some man, singing man. I li-
1: I <laughs> like to- <laughs> What the uh, fucker dude I, Like I like some singing but like you know Some bands kill it when they're like oh, like oh, What the fuck it was going oh, good damn, right? You know what I mean so You know like shit like that you know what I mean I'm trying to avoid that Like I like a lot of my art- artists that I look up to But uh, there's some stuff that like I would like Pick, pick, yeah. pick out and that's where I come in. I'm like, oh, what if I do it like this, you know? And then that's how I was before. But like now, I feel like, um, I don't know, I don't feel like it's like pressure or anything, but I feel like it's my duty mm-hmm. to keep it going because, you know, like back in the days, we had our idols. And then now we're like the in that position of them. I'm gonna not, yeah, I'm going to not be as famous or rich or whatever. But as long as I'm putting out music that's like, oh, you know, yeah. brings that traditional shit from back in the days you know what i mean like nowadays is there's a lot of good music out there don't get me wrong but you know what i mean like um you know i don't know it's like i'm kind of old school i guess you could say yeah <laughs> you know and it's like um i don't know I, I appreciate like bands that i like they sound like bands that i like because i have more shit to hear you know what i mean yeah and that's <laughs> how i feel about me is like if, if we're not doing this shit, you're stuck with this you know or, or you know something like. i'm not true. saying there's not bad music out there but I just feel we're, like, the last of, of the Mohicans over here. <laughs> 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 Shit. You know? Like, last of the, the you know, like the people that, you know, they used to fucking go out and ride their bikes opposed to, you know, be on the internet all day, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it, it kind of, like... You know that's a that's a culture right there in itself like you know the music Go, grew
3: yeah going from a generation where you got scabs and fucking scars on your knees to a generation where you got cramps on your fingertips and shit yeah what the fuck
1: yeah it's, it changes you mm-hmm. know what i mean and it kind of it makes it feel for all the people that are out there they're like your age too or whatever it kind of makes for them to listen to something like that it makes them feel like like, all right, we, you know, I feel like home, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I still belong, I guess, to this time <laughs> and shit. So same for me, too. You know what I mean? Sometimes I go into a fucking, oh, check this out, check this out. I'm like, what the fuck is this, you know? And then sometimes I hear a band that sounds like original, like, shit from back in the days and, like, but still modern in yeah. its own way. And I'm like, fuck, that's fucking cool. And it's hard to find bands like that. That's why I like the bands that I mentioned. Because I feel like those guys are like really good and true. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? With the message that they send. Like, well, not Cannibal Corpse, of course. <laughs> 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 but like, you know, Sapultura, Brujeria, and Fear Factory. You know, if you look behind the lyrics in quarantine, it's true. You know, it's the truth shit. And that's what... And if that doesn't give you goosebumps, I don't know what, you know? And I think that's what it is. You know, the secret is like, you gotta have good fucking music, good rhythm and that. And then also the meaning of the... Mm-hmm. Of uh, the music, if fucking creates a powerful, um, you know, uh, how you say it, a powerful message. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And
3: yeah. you know, yeah. for me, that it's crazy because like uh, the always say that the mid two thousands uh, hardcore movement mm-hmm. is the same shit for every fucking band. It mm-hmm. was either you were straight edge, talking about fuck all these kids doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Or you were that hardcore band that was talking about all my friends over my family, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Or you're talking about uh, real pressing issues. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like the bands that were talking about real pressing issues were the bands, you know, talking about what was going on inside of your head. What, you know, just regular issues throughout life and everything. I always felt that those bands were the bands that were supposed to make it Mm. versus all these other bands like the fucking my friends and this and that and fucking breakdown (laughs) insert and formulaic gear garbage like those bands yeah they made it and everything Mm. but the ones that had that message that had that meaning i always felt like if they had pushed a little bit more Mm. in terms of just advertising themselves because at the end of the day you know we don't want to think of it as a business you know as when you're a musician but once you're steady, once you're grounded and you have merch, you have CDs, you know, you have to advertise that stu- in some way or some form, because at the end of the day, that's gas money. Yeah, that's money for, you know, for all, you know, everybody else to fucking get to the show. Equipment that used to be yeah, yeah, someone <laughs> fucked up their cable. Yeah. That's a new cable money, you know? Yeah, it's expensive. It's fucking expensive. And, you know, <laughs> it, it's uh, always compare being a musician to being a fucking drifter. Yeah, you're putting so much money into a hobby it's and you're easy. not going to get much a back chance. from it. Yeah. A and chance. it were, you know, even your chance to be at the top. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're grinding it out, you're having fun, you're doing what the fuck you love. That's what matters. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just as long as you have something to, you know, pitch out and throw out to somebody and someone's like, hey, I like your guys' fucking music. Thanks yeah. for the shirt. You know? Yeah. That that little fucking that ten dollars shirt or the fifteen dollars shirt and sticker combo whatever, yeah, that's gas money for you. But at the same time, that's also somebody's memory. Yeah, that's somebody's fucking instance of being like, hey, dude, I was at this fucking show that day. It was fucking tight. You know, I met this band. I talked to him. I got a CD and everything. And, you know, that's something that a lot of bands forget. Yeah. Or they don't put into thought and they always have. Oh, you know, we got a merch guy. Go check that fool out. instead of just being behind the fucking merch and just being there for the whole thing and just being like, you know what? I'm going to stick around this show. I'm going to check out all these other bands. And, you know, if any of the fans or whatever, anybody that liked our music comes over and buys their stuff, that's fucking, you know, that's it. You know, even if it's one person, five people, ten people. Yeah. You know, it's uh, always say that one person always counts. Because even even if it's one fucking person and, you know, it's uh, they're still capable enough to tell another person. Yeah. That person tells another person. So that one person turns into two. Those two turn into four. Those four turn into eight and so on and so forth. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, you know, it's about the growth and everything as well as about the uh, actual grind of, of, uh, you know, advertising yourself and putting your music out. Which and um,
0: is still fucking hard. Yeah, it is. even though there is no, no definitely definitely shit, it, it's still fucking because hard because you,
3: you're 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 dropping a droplet of water into an ocean. Yeah, and you're you're hoping that that droplet makes it into yeah. you know a finite group of uh yeah. of people, and you know it, you're hoping that it reaches that little air bubble.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I got like a whole like concept about that right now, but I was wondering if we could take a little break. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah for th- sure Okay, cool, cool We'll be back, guys
3: Wait, both-handed? Yeah, yeah both-handed
1: Hey, guys, we're back <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right So get back into it So uh,
3: going back to it Yermo, we're talking about uh, uh, um, Advertising your band and everything
1: Yeah, um, I was going to tell you about that I got a big old thing about that Yeah, people say, oh, as long as you have fun And this and that And that is that is true, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, like, um, I, of course, I had a rude awakening when um, I first, uh, you know, went ahead and tried to go full blast with uh, with a Holy Wretched, with the other uh, member. And um, yeah, we're like, fuck, dude, we got some fresh stuff. We're going to fucking, you know, once people hear it, you know, it's going to go bam. And we had a big show at Malone's, and um, that was good, you know. We had to sell a lot of tickets, though. And we played with Westfield Massacre, I guess it has a member from uh, Divine Heresy in there. So I was like, oh that's pretty cool. So we did that and we got a good publicity and stuff, but it wasn't what I expected, like, oh fuck it stardom right away, you know? Yeah. And it was like a like a rude awakening. And then um it just kinda made me think and honestly, like, um, you know, I love music, you know what I mean? I tried quitting it before and it was like, you know, it's in me, I I gotta keep playing it, you know. If I have something to offer, why not fucking keep yeah. doing it? And um yeah, for the my perspective now is like um you know that'd be cool, you know, to fucking make it big and get rich and famous, and you know, the of making music and stuff like that, you know, that'd be awesome. But um, you know, at the same time, I'm realistic and I, I don't, I don't um, risk as much as I did before. I'm like now I kind of take precision, like steps and stuff like. Oh, is that gonna benefit me, or how much is that gonna cost me, or you know stuff yeah. like that? Because we gotta pay our bills, you know. At the end of the day, yeah. And then um, I kind of feel more comfortable now because um, at my job, you know, at Fender, I got like a promotion recently, so I'm making you know good money, and it's it's mm-hmm. a fucking awesome place to work at. You know what I mean? Uh, we get, like, discounts on equipment and all that shit, you know, so...
3: And also, on top of that, you're surrounded by people that either love music or are musicians that love what the fuck they're doing. Because, I mean, to be a musician I'm and be around Fender would be fucking amazing, <laughs> dude.
0: I, I, I'm pretty sure they're all fucking musicians.
1: Yeah, well, the majority of them, you know what I mean? Well, who, who would be? Uh, uh, did, uh, uh, mostly the people that do all the hard work. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> all those higher ups are just collecting fat paychecks. Yeah, something no, like but that. I mean, at the end of the day, even the higher ups at Fender look like they care, though. Like, they, oh, no, like yeah. they're into the music as well and everything because, uh, uh you know, not not to put a, uh one of your co-workers on blast, yeah. but uh, you know, uh, one of your coworkers posted a video of Eric Clapton playing in the the Fender studio that you guys have there. Oh yeah. And I was like, what the. Is that Eric Ca- dude? Yeah. Is that Eric Clapton? Yeah. No fucking and he's just jamming out, dude. And he has a fucking drummer with him and everything. I'm like, bro, that is fucking <laughs> yeah. cool.
0: Guillermo's over here. Yeah, he comes by every Wednesday. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't be some
1: fucking I would be surprised. That'd be fucking cool. You know, uh who We're trying come- to
0: get rid of him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: bro. You know who comes often? Uh Phil Collins, he comes out a lot. Oh shit, dude why uh, I don't know he, he's he, a local isn't he I think so and uh, he comes often like oh, geez, I, I, see I, him I like would see him
0: uh, like yeah. I, in my mind I'd see him next to a drum set no dude fuck it
1: Phil Collins jams
3: like a motherfucker too yeah he's good And he's um, a good fucking guitarist
1: yeah the first time I saw him I was excited and it was like oh he comes here all the time and then uh, after a while I felt the same way I was like, but you know he's a superstar so it's kind of like cool but like you were saying like those people that work up there and st- upstairs and everything um, I think they need uh, Fender needs them To be that way Because um, If you're not about it Like you're gonna get Tired of it really quick You know yeah. Oh definitely And then so like People that are in there Like they love it And then they believe in it So that's what makes you know fender fender you know what i mean and i think everybody that works there is really happy and proud you know including me oh yeah dude yeah. that's
3: yeah. fucking tight i mean uh, you guys take f- care of you yeah dude <laughs> you
1: guys made the resurgence
3: of uh u.s fenders uh fucking thing again back in the day everyone's like oh, i want a japanese fender i just want a japanese fender that's it yeah and now american fenders are sounding better than the old japanese fenders and you're just like yeah, let's stay local, bros. Keep
0: yeah. your money here. Let's yeah. see, can we get an inside scoop? Do you, did you, what kind of wood do you guys use?
1: Oh, we use uh, various. There's various woods that they use depending on the quality of the instrument. Yeah, it well, that's
0: the name of the wood. It's called various. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's called stop secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit,
1: yeah. dude. No, but um, yeah, like um, it varies a lot because right there where I work at is like the main custom shop area. Mm -hmm. And custom shop is like, uh, is mostly about, um, you know, keeping the tradition of like the old school stuff. Yeah. And then we also have the other um, side of it. (coughs) And it's still in the same plant. And it's kind of like the more modern stuff that is coming out there, you know? The The newer models are coming out. But custom shop focus most on like, on. 60s like, 70s era yeah or, or anything in particular but it's custom you know what i mean mm-hmm. whatever the customer wants oh dude that's uh, fucking tight that's what it is but it's expensive dude, dude I it's yeah, expensive. Yeah. you can oh. go you can go on the offender and then like build your own guitar like however you want it what and then at the end at the end you're gonna see like i wait <laughs> It, take it out of my cart take it out of my cart and you're know. just like do I want to spend the price
3: of a fucking Honda Civic yeah as <laughs> yeah. for me like what well, 500 bucks <laughs> what, where the fuck are you finding Honda Civic's that shit I'll buy Bitch, that real I, quick
0: I get fucking what a 60 something <laughs> Honda <laughs> right those are worth
3: like 4k what you mean <laughs> what the? You fucked up not too. the ones I buy dude you get it. okay well fucking bring it to me I'll ship it to fucking Japan <laughs> and I'll make 20 grand off it <laughs> shit they want those back yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Get, okay. Uh, 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 they want those. Mo- they want all their old cars back, dude. dude. We're, we're taking all their new shit. And they're all pissed <laughs> off. They're like, "We want our old shit back. Bring it back."
0: <laughs> we're fucking on, dude. Then we can get a guitar from Fender.
1: Yeah. Right. i <laughs> probably get a few. Fuck yeah. No, but yeah, custom shop. Like they make like fucking like beautiful shit. Like Ooh. I seen, they always make projects for like stuff that's um you know up to date. Like they did a few three guitars for um was it that that show um Game of Thrones. Oh what the! Yeah, fuck? Th- it's online like you can check it out, and they're freaking like, dude, like everything on it is like freaking custom and stuff, Jeez. and it's probably worth like so much money. Jeez, stuff. I, I, stuff. I, I wonder, I th- th- does
0: they show the fucking Fender uh, emblem
2: on oh. it and shit
1: oh, in the show? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fender's yeah.
3: like we don't want to pay for advertisement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if you look uh. at the helmet closely, <laughs> like, <laughs> <it says Fender. laughs> oh shit, dude. Cause that's offended That's good <laughs> <laughs> No but um Yeah I work all, uh, Now in my new job There I'm uh, a Quality assurance auditor So I'm Oh at, shit yeah, it's, So you, you I, came, I came up I came up on that one I started from the bottom I started from like Metal shop Before I went there I took like a pay cut To go there Cause um I was like fuck it dude As long as I get my foot In the door you know And then yeah. I'm originally a forklift driver And stuff like that But then um Yeah I got um I, got the, I was like, fuck it, I'll take this. I started working in a metal shop. And um, it kind of, don't know, it wasn't the thing for me because for me, I'm like more about, like you know, speaking and like, you know, being informative and toda la cosa. And then after that, I got promoted to the warehouse because I hit up the warehouse guys like, hey, dude, this is my resume. And they got me right away. And then um, three years later, then uh, I saw openings for other departments and quality assurance. I was like, what? That looks like a cool ass job, you know? And um, I work upstairs now in the office with all the, the big guys and everything. Shit. Dude. And um, so it's pretty fucking awesome. I'm like, you know, like, I feel like a fish out of water, bro. Like, fuck it. You know, you got to own it. You got to fucking, you know, you gotta, do your stuff. You got to walk that walk, dude. Yeah, exactly. And um, honestly, before. Mick
0: Jagger, that shit. Dude. <laughs> <I walk. laughs> exactly.
1: And um, honestly, to get there, like, um, I, I st- before that, I started going to school like, for like three years but not like full time just half time I mean uh, yeah part time and um, I took some classes and stuff I didn't get my degree yet or whatever so I still working on it but I took a break right now to focus on the music but um honestly just those classes that I took and stuff like it kind of like helped me like be more mm-hmm. professional and you know like how do I present myself and like um my knowledge to on computers and stuff so that helped me you know get this job if I didn't go through that I know I probably wouldn't be able to get that job and then yeah so i got it now i've been there for like almost almost two, i think like two months already oh
0: shit so it's recent yeah i just
1: got the move like like in september and shit and, um Damn. september 16th yeah, <laughs> <before. laughs> no, but yeah so i'm really proud for that Dude, and um and then for me like um you know i mean i'm gonna keep going and and try to learn as much as i can and like for me like uh I won't stop until I'm fucking CEO up in that shit you know what I mean <laughs> and um you know what I mean I'm not you know I'm not making you know promises or anything but I'm just going to promise that I'm going to try my best and get to the top and honestly like I feel if you try and you if you try and you do your homework anything is fucking possible you know what oh, I mean yeah. you know people complain oh how come this and that how come is like don't complain you know do something about it you know how to get there How, uh, What do you What do you gotta work on You know So that's for me That's my thing That I look forward At my job And then I got my music On the side Like making awesome music And at the And you know Promoting it online And all that stuff A ver que pega You know let's see oh, yeah. Hopefully somebody important Likes it and, and likes Wants to promote me And shit And that'd be great If not Well I'm still making music Cause I fucking yeah. love it And then And also too Like um, it might not be Like a millions of people But like Um I think you kind of mentioned it before. Like, as long as there's one person that I inspire, like, I feel like I've done my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like the icons that I looked up to, you know what I mean? They inspired me through their music or their performances. And, um, you know, inspired me to, like, you know, to, like, keep going, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, échale, you know, no te rindas, you know, well, keep yeah, on true. fucking going. And that's how I feel, too. You know what I mean? I owe this to, to the people, you know what I mean? Just how I was it's by music. I feel like I always to the people to to inspire them and be like, hey, fucking, you know, this is it, this is it. You fucking, you gotta keep going. Don't give up. You know, when you think it's fucking heavy, keep on fucking going. You know,
3: afraid of, afraid of.
1: You're listening, please. You know, I
3: understand. <laughs> sh- shit's getting real heavy, <laughs> but uh, just remember, a few years, life goes on, and you know all that shit that was there. Right now. You know, you're you're going to fucking forget it in a few years. And, you know, at the end of the day, it depends on how you how you handle the situation that defines who you will become eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you handle it in a way where you're just like, you know what, I'm going to be on top of this shit. I don't want to be that person anymore because at the end of the day you know it a lot of people look at your past and they look at who you were and they're like that's who you are now yeah. no 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 no. don't let my past define who i am now exactly because at the end of the day you know my past formed who i will you know who
1: i became yeah exactly because you know that that's who you want me to be that's not who i am yeah like they say if it doesn't kill you it makes you stronger and like you know i've gone through some stuff you know like i think a lot of people have you know and um i don't feel like oh i wish i took the easier road you know what i mean well yeah i kind of I do but mm-hmm. because of the road that I, that I went through it made me who i am today and at the same time like for that reason like um i have you know a special skills you know what i mean like i you know i don't i don't give up easily you know i fucking i keep on fighting i seen i seen danger and i know how to react or whatever as opposed to never seeing that before and then you know reacting in a horrible way or whatever So yeah. I, t- I take it as a As a um, as a blessing You know what I mean like you know I'm kind of glad I went through you know I wouldn't say it was the worst but like It's not you Ooh. know the best yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> And you know it, who knows You know if you would have changed the decision back in the days Who, who knows if you would have been in Fender Or if you would have you know Made the bands that you did and you know Made the music that you did and, You know, it's all because And this is why I say hindsight's a bitch. Mm -hmm. Because if you continuously think about what decisions you could have made versus what you, the decisions that you did made, you're continuously going to keep thinking about that over and over again. And it's not going to do you anything. It's not going to, you know, do anything better. You Mm -hmm. know, it's not going to change your position on what you are now versus if you would just say, fuck it. That's what happened. That's what it is. I'm not going to let that fucking change who i'm wanting to you know who i will become as well as what i'm gonna be doing yeah definitely because if you continuously just hold on to shit from back then,
1: then no you're not gonna move forward at you all you gotta keep going you know what i mean yeah. you you fail you get up and and, and and
3: you know like with you like with your your past uh the musicians that you've dealt with growing through uh Growing through this as well as, you know, building what you have, mm-hmm. uh, you've dealt with a lot of people that are, you know, not serious about it, that are just like, you know, just going through the fucking motions and they're just like, ah, I guess I'll fucking be there. Yeah. Versus you, you know, you, this is cold heartedly what you want for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it, it shows because, you know, you work in a place that's surrounded by music. Yeah. And you go home and you're surrounded by music again. Yeah. And honestly, you know, it's like I tell my sister, I'm like, dude, as long as you're fucking doing something you love, yeah, it's never gonna feel like you're working at all. Yeah. Because you're just gonna be counting the hours and be like, Well, that's done. Fucking what's next? Yeah. Instead of being all fucking dead and be like, they come in pass, I'm gonna go fucking chill, drink a beer, leave me alone, versus coming home and being like, I need a beer, let's go work. Yeah. You know, it's two different fucking perspectives.
0: Yeah. that sounds funny fucking amazing. I would love to do that shit. Like, the podcasting and shit, that's what I want to be a career. Yeah. And fuck, we're drinking right now. Yeah. It's like, fucking perfect. I get to relax now yeah. while doing what I like to do.
1: Yeah, that's fucking definitely awesome.
3: And, uh, you know, for for us, it's like, we, we don't gain anything from this. You know, this is just uh, to help you guys to push you guys well not push you guys but you know to push your guys's new stuff yeah or you know push anything you guys got going on you know in terms of shows music uh videos and everything uh but for us you know it we're in a way we're doing this for fun and we're also doing this because you know we love music and uh, uh i know he started this because you know he fucking loves music too and i was okay, just dude, like i'm down with that shit. yeah dude i'm like i'm all for it too yeah you know? this fucking. is cool
1: i like, kind of Want to come here more often? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're hola, buenos dias. We'll
0: make you a little Spanish show. <laughs> dude, hell
1: yeah, that should be fucking
3: tight, bro. Fine. All right, dude. But, I mean, uh, we, you know, we're, we're trying to work on, uh, on some t shirts and stuff so that, uh, when we go to shows, uh, you know, it's not just advertising for us, it's yeah. also a means of, uh, getting ourselves out there like here you know what size t-shirt are you yeah oh and then you know every time you ask that shit to a person that get hesitant like why are you trying to sell me some shit yeah nah bro just tell me what size t-shirt you are here's a free fucking shirt yeah you know go follow us on instagram follow us on fucking uh on uh spotify whatever the fuck and here's your shirt guy
0: just give me two shots i'll find out people's fucking sizes I'll literally grab them by the shirt. Let me see that shit.
3: <laughs> I mean, fuck, for the most part, I can look at somebody and be like, okay, you're 2X. Or you're... You offend me. You're, you're a medium. <laughs> and like, it, it, that shit pisses people off because they're just like, motherfucker, how do you know what size shirt I wear? I don't know, just by looking, fool. Uh, I've looked at so many fucking shirts in LA trying to buy shit yeah. that oh, I just okay. look at it and I see it on a person. I'm like, you're like a medium, huffle. <laughs> why why are you wearing large
1: come on you're not that big come on dog like you you offend me but yeah that is my size
3: (laughs) 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 oh shit dude but yeah that's what we want to do you know at the end of the day um not just give them out for advertising whatever but also uh Post them online, put them up for sale, or uh, put them on our Patreon as well. Yeah. So that anybody that wants to help us out, instead of uh, just going to buy the fucking t-shirt, go to the Patreon, Mm. subscribe, we'll send you a t-shirt, we'll send you all the other tier lists and shit. And, you know, it's just to help us get some fucking gas money so we can go to shows. And uh, you know buy tickets Whatever because at the end of the day when we go to shows We don't ask bands to get us in for free yeah. We're not asking them to give us free merch We're just there to support the fucking bands We're there to support the music Because at the end of the day dude uh, that That's what the fuck this community needs It needs support and it needs it bad And you know yeah. a lot of these people expect Fucking freebies and shit Yeah, Like especially all these guys. I'm not
0: down for that Like if I know there's a band that Is worth going to see. Yeah. I'll pay it. I don't
3: give a shit. Yeah. Fuck the freebie. Yeah, Yeah, fuck the freebie. I mean, if the ticket's 15 bucks, here's your fucking 15 bucks. And you know, especially like bands that got to do with the pay for play stuff. Yeah. Like we fucking feel that shit. Like that's your hustle. You want to be there to play with that band. Yeah. That's fucking, that shows your initiative and what you want to be about. Yeah. And I appreciate that shit. And and, you know, I I don't want to tell musicians to avoid the pay for play shit. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's how you got to start. Yeah. And it's like with comedy, with comedy fucking uh, back in the days in L.A., if you wanted to get a fucking open mic night, you would have to go out of the fucking venue and you would have to fucking promote. Oh, really? You would have to be outside of that venue and you would have to be telling people, hey, you know, there's a show tonight. Go check it out. Come inside. It's only 10 bucks a night. And as soon as you got 10, 15 fucking people to the door, that was your fucking your three to five minutes for uh, that night. Yeah. And you know it—it it, it makes sense, you know, because at the end of the day, the fucking venue's paying these bands, the venue's paying uh, their employees, the venue's paying the lights and everything yeah, else. it's expensive. Too. It's expensive, and it's fucking expensive. It, and uh, it's
1: fair, you know. I mean, yeah, exactly. It, so it, it, yeah.
3: if if uh, they expect you to sell fucking—I mean, yeah—it sounds crazy sometimes. When yeah, it the sounds fu- like you're
1: getting jipped, but honestly, it's it's the truth. Like, hey, they gotta pay for this, they gotta pay for that, mm-hmm. and it's expensive.
3: And it's expensive, but uh, at the end of the day, dude, it they like i said before it shows initiative yeah it shows that that band wants to fucking be there and that they're about that life yeah and um it, it's cool because once you see that band you see them play and they see you know fucking obviously that band that they sold all those tickets to all these people yeah and they see that they actually show up and it was like fuck yeah dude that yeah. feels good you know yeah, hell yeah you know even if it's like you know you sold 20 fucking tickets and only eight people showed up fuck it whatever you know we we paid the fucking venue their their money for their tickets yeah and it sucks only eight people showed up but at least those fucking eight people are digging what we do
1: yeah um for that like um like yeah like that's true you know i mean sometimes you gotta do that you know and um, um it's 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 hard but um for us i don't know i'm not trying to like get the promoters out of money or whatever but for us you know we don't have a lot of money you know to invest on like a lot of stuff you Know here and there, you know, for equipment and then shirts right. and stuff, so it's already a tough, you know, yeah. But, um, for us, it's like we're not gonna do the pay for pay to play or whatever is, unless. Is like a band that like I like, or that we like, or like that we know that. If
0: we're not the opener.
1: <laughs> oh, dude! If you're doing a pay to play for like it
0: a band be,
3: that you don't fucking know. Yeah. And it's yeah, not worth it. But like, it, yeah. You know, you see something like you. You know, like you said right now, you see somebody you like, and you're just like, you know what? That'd be a cool fucking show to play.
1: Like Soulfly or Immolation, I'll be like, fuck yeah, put me. I'll fucking get give me 40 tickets. I'll sell them right now. You know Hell oh, yeah, dude! And it's dude, easier for you to sell. You save two. Yeah.
0: Always save too Because <laughs> we're gonna go <laughs> oh, Alright
1: <laughs> Yeah but That's how I feel about it Like people coming up Like uh starting up Like yeah Hit up the, the small places And like, get a little following And then if you're gonna do The pay to play Make sure it's a band That you like And your friends like Yeah That way When you go like Oh well if you don't wanna see us Well you get to see Soulfly sure. <laughs> Yeah you know True <laughs> uh, uh, I can use the restroom Oh yeah, oh, yeah go, go for, go for, it, go go for it. it Go for it Cool cool
0: yeah man fuck so ha- have you ever done any of the pay to plays?
1: yeah we did once for um oh we did it twice actually we did it for malone's and it was uh with westfield massacre and like uh, other bands that were involved and uh yeah th- it did work you know what i mean we got like mm-hmm. fucking like probably like 50 new followers on our facebook and like more publicity and then um more promoters started hitting us up for for shows but the ones that were mostly hitting us up are like for more pay to play and we're like fuck you know so you know we didn't do any more but then we did one at the marquee 15 in corona mm-hmm. and uh, it was for the summer slam uh battle of the bands for summer slaughter oh yeah and then um so yeah we we participated in that and it was cool because it was in corona you know and uh but yeah i had to fucking do the pay to play again and um I don't know It was, it was cool But um, I don't know I feel like it was kind of like I feel like um, I feel like um, Like how do you say it? Like Because it was only a, It was a two man band During that time And uh, I think we did A hell of a performance But I think Because of that They um, How do you say it? They um, They judged it Like oh Because They have I guess Like a, a guy from the uh, Was it S- Summer Records Or something mm-hmm. Samarian Records Sumerian Records yeah, yeah Records yeah And then And um, then uh, they say like, oh, you guys are good. You guys just need more people. You know what I mean? Well, why? Uh, well, it's it's all about business. You know what I mean? Like, they want to have like. Well, at the same time, like, it does make the sound more fuller. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I but, guess that's why you got the bassist. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. But uh, like I felt like that it was kind of unfair. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like you know, they got their job too. They gotta you know they gotta make sure we they get a good product. You know? Yeah. So, so I understand that aspect, but at the same time, it was like fuck I think we did a hell of a job you know but uh, it's sometimes it's, it's that's how the you know the shit rolls
0: that fucking sucks dude cause it, it's like dude fucking if you like our shit then you like it all the way why the fuck are you gonna put excuses yeah. well uh,
3: kind of like how he said it, it's a business Uh, Sumerian Re- yeah dude I mean Sumer- <laughs> see Sumerian Records is gonna recognize talent when they see it mm-hmm. and they're gonna mention it But at the end of the day, you know, like you said, it's a fucking business and they need to, uh, I mean, and they, uh, they, they need to make, uh, you know, they need to make a profit off of, uh, what you guys are doing. And if, if they have to put money out to find, a a drummer Mm -hmm. to find another guitarist to get what they want to hear then it's gonna you know they're taking a bigger risk than necessary for them well well, in essence uh, in corporate standards they're taking a bigger risk than they should Mm -hmm. versus uh, taking an easy way out and finding a band that's already filled out and has their members and even if they are kind of mediocre they know that they can guide them towards what they want them to be Yeah, and it kind of sucks because at that point it's uh and I always say this: There's a lot of bands that are corporate produced bands, that uh, they they don't necessarily put in their talent to make the music. The corporation makes the music for them. They just perform yeah. it. Yeah. And because I don't of the, like that. Yeah, That's because of lame. that. Yeah, dude. And, and Thank you, sir. That sure. was you know that was a few bands in uh, Rise Records back in the days. Um, the one major band that I can think of that was like that back in the days was uh, Taking Back Sunday. Uh, really? t- yeah Taking Back Sunday Was one of those bands They were uh, a uh, Formulaic um, uh, How you yeah, say yeah. Uh, uh, they, they were pretty much Gathered by the corporation They are gathered by Rise Records And then Warner Brothers Picked them up
0: They were formatted Yeah pretty much Oh wow
3: So that it, If you ever Listen to uh, And I know this is a band That's probably way out of Your fucking uh, Standards of music yeah. But uh, f- f- like uh, Taking Back Sunday Their mm. first CD If you ever listen to it, it, it's almost as if, uh, the singer himself never wrote the music. It's almost like a fucking 13 year old wrote it. Oh really? And then you listen to like the guitars and everything. Like it it sounds too full and it sounds too good for what it is. Mm -hmm. And then being a up and coming band Mm -hmm. and, um,
1: too much production, Bec- maybe. yeah. Too
3: much production, and because of that, the the whole corporate production thing for uh, all these uh, screamo and emo bands of the two thousands uh, started becoming a thing, and uh, you you started noticing it more uh, throughout the later two thousands when the bands would eventually break up because of just you know they, they wanna do the they're put thing. together by the corporation, so there it's a lot of uh, clashing egos. Yeah. So because of that, you know. It's not them being there because they love it mm. It's them being there because of the paycheck
1: Yeah Ugh,
0: and That uh, pisses me off so fucking much dude Yeah I
1: don't like that either It's kind of like um, That's what kind of kills the the music scene You know what I mean Because um, the rich people or the, you know, whatever It's the people that have the power yeah. They only promote the people that they like Or they feel that that's the new shit You know what yeah. I mean And if they have the money they're going to promote it And then people are going to listen to it Because that's what's available and that sucks, you know what I mean? Like it should be, you know, if they have that. T- there's a lot of underground music that doesn't go noticed because it's not to the liking of the people that are powerful and rich, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that kind of sucks for us, but sometimes people get through, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That, definitely. Some people to get through, and and they you all know, fuck yeah, they made it. But um, yeah, that's that's what uh, you know, it's upsetting, and you know, it's the realistic. Yeah. And yeah. like at the same time, with the Samir records, you know what I mean? No hate on them, you know, it's like. It's the same as, like, us, you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to take any any, uh, pay-to-play show unless it's a band that we know or whatever. It's it's like we're watching our back, and they're watching their back, too. So, nothing to blame, you
0: know? So, what's your take on being home-produced?
1: Or DIY. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, uh, my recordings? Yeah. Like, doing them at home and everything?
0: Yeah, basically being your own fucking label.
1: Or um. Well, I, I feel like it's it's um, you know, it's good, you know, because uh, a lot of people say, oh, how come you don't have a manager? Or, how come you don't have this and that, whatever. I was like, that shit costs money, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You think a manager is gonna be want to be your manager because he wants you to be the manager or he wants to take a cut of you? Oh got, yeah, you know what I mean. Always, and we don't have a cut. <laughs>
3: yeah, dude. And, and, yeah, you know, I fucking feel that because yeah. I've had bands ask me, hey, do you want to be our manager? I was like, look, dude, like, I feel it. You know, you guys are good. You guys are my friend. and Everything, well, but you still uh, gotta to get paid. Yeah, dude. And I told him, I'm like, I gotta get paid, dude. And mm-hmm. like, it's not just uh, me trying to guide you guys. It's also me trying to make sure that I'm getting paid. Mm-hmm. Your and time. yeah, dude, and be- yeah, especially because I'm I'm spending my time and I'm making sure that you guys are building your way up. Mm-hmm. And I told him my last advice that I gave him, and I was like, this is my last bit of free advice: get rid of your basis. <laughs> and I told him, I'm like, it, it's not because of his talent or anything. And it's because of the PR that he's going to bring you. Mm-hmm. And they kind of didn't believe me. They're just like, nah, nah, what the fuck? We're good. Jay's a good, you know, he's a good basis, whatever. Two months later, they had a whole public relations disaster. These fools, fucking, uh, uh, their bases got caught talking to some chick that was like 17 Hello. and, uh, supposedly that, um, uh, a lot of people had known, that this woman was talking to, like, a bunch of underage girls, whatever, that were, like, 16, 17, you know, pretty much just being a creep and shit. Oh, shit. And, mighty, this was, like, two years older than me. I'm 28. This was already 30. Oh, wow. And fucking, I was just like, fuck, Jay, like, you're a cool guy and everything, but fuck, dude, why do you got to fuck it up like that? Yeah. Like, dude, you guys were on a, such a good path, on a, such a good direction, mm-hmm. because at the time, they were playing with bands like uh, the Red Pairs, the OK Shack, a bunch of, like, Major indie bands now mm-hmm. uh, The fucking Red Pairs just played Tropicala uh, during the weekend hmm. And uh, I told them I was like fuck Andrew like if you guys would Just have listened to me and just got Rid of this motherfucker and brought in Allen like I asked you guys to You guys would have still been playing shows yeah, you guys would have been playing these shows with the OK Shack. You guys would have been playing these shows with the Red Pairs. But the Red Pairs and the OK Shack—they don't want to play with you guys because of the association with fucking uh, Jay. It was like that whole thing that happened with—I
0: think it was as I lay dying.
3: Yeah, dude, with uh, fucking uh, what? What did Tim do? He tried to kill his wife.
0: Uh, yeah, he. Con- he wow. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah, con- he was <laughs> trying to kill his
3: fucking wife, and he had hired some dude to kill her ass.
0: Oh, but. uh
2: Oh
3: shit.
0: <laughs> okay, what was it? Ah, fuck! It, it's not here, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, was, like, far away. Uh, it, it's not
3: like your neighbor's fence. We're good. Oh yeah, uh, yeah you know. it scared me though. So People getting shots. shot. <laughs> I know, right? And we're over here just fucking. <laughs> um,
0: no, uh, they. I think they ended up. Uh, oh, what what is it called? They, I guess, dropped the charges and shit.
3: Yeah, they, they because uh,
0: they found out that uh, I think it was that they kind of. Fucked up the way that he said the shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, because they they had uh, they had released information. Yeah. That instead of keeping confidential, like fucking idiots. So because of that, uh, a lot of the shit got jumbled, and a lot of the information got jumbled. Yeah. So this one walked free. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? But I mean, at the same time, that's a well, huge they, public relations disaster towards them because uh, look at their last show. Their last show. Where did they play?
0: I think it was at the Glass House.
3: Yeah. Instead of playing the Fox.
0: Well, shit, the glass house is still a good place, dude.
3: It's a good place, but it's not the Fox. It's not big. Mm-hmm. So, what I mean is, like, y- you're dropping from stadium sized shows to a venue size show. And they're lucky they didn't drop down far enough to go to a fucking all ages venue that's tiny as <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like the chain reaction. Oh, shit. Because, like, I, I, fuck, dude, I've seen major bands go from fucking stadiums yeah. to going back to the chain reaction. And uh-huh. I'm like. You guys went full circle, huh? Yeah. Ah,
0: see, now, now I know what direction we're gonna go. Once this podcast goes big, we're changing the name to the Stadium. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no longer the man. The Stadium. stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, uh, that is true. And um,
2: <coughs> yeah, and
1: um, uh, Suicide Science is actually playing a chain reaction, but I don't uh, know. I think this this I, too, I, I don't
3: know. I. I, I want to go.
0: I want to go see them, but I wanted to go see fucking Mitch.
3: Amit. Right. oh yeah, everybody. Bruh, it's been them. like nine, what fucking seven years. I, like I know, but
0: he's still. But I just, some. I found out about them fucking two years ago. Oh. So. <laughs> it, it, it's
3: okay. That's that's me with Selena. I know. <laughs> <All> right
0: <laughs> oh, like We weren't was? even alive when she died, and we're like, I wish were <laughs> there, man. <laughs> I was, motherfucker. Uh.
3: Right. Oh, alive. that's right.
0: Wait, yeah. no, was I alive? Yeah, yeah, motherfucking
3: duh. Oh shit, she she died what 94 95. Something in the nineties. Yeah, that was. She three. was only. She was only twenty three. Jeez. Yeah. If I remember watching the fucking movie. I fucking cried my eyes out. Yeah. And my <laughs> dad was like, "You don't even know her. Shut up." And I'm like, "I could have known her, bro." <laughs> yeah. All I got is J Lo now.
1: Yeah, she. Um, I remember I saw the news when that happened. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" You oh know? no, yeah. shit, dude. When she was in the car or whatever, and I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck, but." Yeah, that's pretty gnarly stuff. And, so, and so
3: you remember when, uh, when fucking Tupac got shot?
1: Uh, I think I was like <clears throat> way younger for for that one. Like I was kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was, but um. Because I think
3: that was like a year or two later after. Oh really? That Tupac oh, got wow. shot. I and thought uh, he got shot before. No, he got shot like 95. They make Six? it sound like it was a long ass Yeah, no, no, no. Right? This was like 96. Uh, it was like
0: the same shit with Biggie, too. Biggie Apparently was there. Apparently, dude fucking died at like 27.
3: Yeah, it was a year later in 97. Or not even that, a few months later, actually. Oh really? And uh, the whole thing was is that, you know, back in the 90s, everyone thought that Biggie had put the hit on uh, Tupac. Yeah. And, you know, uh, fucking when Biggie died, they are just like, well, it couldn't have been Tupac because yeah. nigga's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, fucking, it, it, it's, uh, it's crazy, you know, to, to, I mean, fucking the 90s with music and everything. Yeah, and,
1: but, yeah, the, back in the days, that's like, you know, the hip-hop, I don't know, like, uh, I listen to a lot of hip-hop, and then, like, uh, most of it, I get stuck in, like, the 90s or the 2000, it's just, like, I don't know, it's cool as fuck, like, yeah. nowadays it's just like. I don't know who to Follow You know it's too I don't know It's, it's too much I, I don't on. I don't
0: really like The newer <coughs> shit Like I got pissed Once Mumble Rap came out Yeah that's That's, that's I bogus I was like Man I can do that Yeah Give me some yeah. fucking Auto tune I'm <laughs> yeah. like Fredo
3: does that On his rants Right <laughs> Yeah Or
0: when he gets drunk He starts fucking Doing karaoke and shit <laughs> Yeah
3: Hey Fredo and karaoke Is fucking gold We can't take that Away from him <laughs> Right But uh Yeah dude Fuck it yeah. It's crazy Cause like we, we don't worry about that in uh, the hardcore scene or in the metal scene or whatever. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's been things, but like, that's usually like fucking black metal and like fucking Norwegian folk metal where they do the crazy shit and like burning down churches. No, not, murdering e- murdering not even murdering that. Well, they'll <laughs> fucking they'll kill like one of their band members, take a picture of it, and that's their cover art. If, uh, and then
0: they're like, fuck, we need to find a new member. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we need to find
1: a new member to dismember.
3: Dude. Fucking people listen to the lyrics. They're just like, yeah, it sounds kind of uh, cruel and evil. Yeah. Uh, who would do such a thing? Well, they did that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: it was that whole shit with, um. oh, what fucking band was it? God damn it. Uh, they did like a whole little kind of documentary kind of shit on it. Uh, oh,
1: oh is God. it um, Mayhem?
0: Um, I think yes. <sighs> mayhem. Yes, like their shit. They fucking dudes went out killing people and shit, burning down fucking churches, and in the end, uh, the fucking vocalist was like, "Yeah, I did it." Fuck. I'm Fuck. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, it's you, all connected it, <laughs> <laughs> So this is why I say You should be home produced <laughs> Yeah Exactly So, see, so you don't go out Murdering people <laughs>
1: yeah I'm oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, sorry
3: Oh no I was gonna say I was like fuck man Maybe uh Maybe instead of looking into all these fucking rappers over here in the states talking about snitching and shit, we should go look at all the Norwegian folks. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what the fuck they're singing about? Because maybe they've done some
1: crimes we don't know about. I know, right? Sacrifices, shit, dude. <laughs> fucking seriously, <laughs> shit. Yeah. But I wasn't say. Um, uh, you're saying the home producing thing, yeah. like, um, um, yeah, like, um i done the recording before with like a, a studio like you know slightly good studio or whatever mm-hmm. and um i don't know no matter what like uh the drum still sounded like car- like cardboardy like they it,
0: probably quantized <clears throat> it too much
1: um no it was i don't know it's just like the sound of it like it didn't sound like as like you know like high production and stuff like that and then um i remember i went to um to one of my friends, Nick, Nick Wilson. He's in um, Ma- uh, Mad Ross and he also played for Sacrificial Slaughter and Chaos Dimensioner or uh, something like that. But he's like really experienced. He's gone to tour on Europe and everything like that. So he's kind of like my advice guy, He's my friend. And um, I also grew up with Chris Garza from Suicide Silence and stuff, so. What the
3: fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? He, he went to Corona High, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh fuck, I forget they're from like Corona and Riverside. Yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. I,
3: I was telling him, what? I was like, dude, back in like fucking two thousand six and two thousand seven. Yeah. Like I remember watching Suicide Silence before they got really fucking big. Them, fucking uh what was the other goddamn band I was talking about? Um Suicide Silence, fucking Despise Icon, fucking oh, badass, yeah. Dude, I fucking love Despise yeah, Icon Thank you, uh, Bernie,
1: for showing me <laughs> 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 Fucking
3: them, Born of Osiris, fucking um yeah, so, the human can't. abstract Like, dude, fucking, I remember all those bands fucking touring together. Yeah. And, like, they would always, and, uh, I I forget who the fuck Suicide Silence was with at that time, but they were touring with bands from Sumerian Records, Mm -hmm. and I always kind of, like, got caught off guard by it, because I was just like, fuck, dude, aren't you guys, like, a Christian band or something? Yeah. And, uh... I didn't want to be that asshole. I'm like, are you guys just saying you're Christian so you guys can be on the Christian label, and get some funding, <laughs> or is it like, what's up, bro? Right. But um, I, I always love their shit, dude. And I remember when Unanswered came out and they had fucking dropped oh. that fucking song. I was like, this is the hardest fucking shit, shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, the uh, God. And my buddy, he's uh, a <laughs> my buddy Nick Laws. He's a uh, one of the, like literally. When we were in Pona High, he was the only black person I knew that listened to fucking metal, that listened to hardcore music and shit. Yeah. And I remember showing him the song. I'm like, dude, you got to listen to this shit. Check this shit out. Yeah, there's, there's And lemon. Dude, he heard it. He was We were sitting in fucking algebra, and he was just like, bro, this is fucking hard as fuck. What is this? <laughs> I was like, this is suicide science. I was like, I'll send you the files later. Yeah. yeah. Dude,
0: they playing, like, fucking drop F. Oh, oh Fuck. <laughs>
3: I miss those days. Fucking. I remember the first time I saw him was at Whiskey O'Gogo. Go. Yeah. Um, I forgot how the fuck we got in. I think we had gotten because of uh, Born Osiris. Yeah. Uh, one of my longtime friends from uh, when I was a kid named Selena and my buddy Frankie. Mm. Uh, they knew the uh, the guitarist from, um, from Born Osiris. So because of that, we would always get into shows for free and stuff. Oh, that's awesome, dude. And um, fucking... Dude, we'd hotbox the shit out of their 15-seater vans and shit. <laughs> and this is before everybody was using, oh, we're going to rent a tour bus. Oh, we're going to rent one of these fucking. Uh, fuck uh, that, dude. It's all about the sprinter, sprinter vans. vans. Those yeah.
0: fucking XL versions and shit. But, <laughs> fuck,
3: dude. I, when I saw an, a white Econo line, 15-seater with no tint, I was like, hell yeah. There's going to be a party in there tonight. Yeah. Let's do this shit. And, yeah. I, dude, like, that fucking band, bro, fucking. Uh, when I saw Suicide Signs, they probably paid, like third that day. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh and it was weird because uh at that time just to buy his icon wasn't that big, so they're playing second. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck, dude, this whole lineup's all fucked, Brutal. but these are all such good bands. Yeah. Dude, and uh, the to finish they fucking off the
0: You hit it hard, dude. And um like in the documentary and shit that came out for Suicide Silence. They have a
3: fucking documentary?
0: Yeah, it's like a little fucking Holy short documentary. Shit. Uh, well about Mitch. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh and it shows how fucking dedicated he was and shit. How he was the fucking presence. Yeah. And he, and he, his he show, is. He is. He is. He
1: inspired me, actually. Like, how I told you guys I took a little break from music. Mm-hmm. And then um, I hit up that like, drummer and stuff, and then we started jamming. And then he showed me a, 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 a mixed CD with different bands in it. And I was like, who the fuck is track two and three? He's like, that's Suicide Silence. I was like, fuck, this was Chris Garza, huh? He's like, yeah. I was like, fuck, dude, that singer is badass. Like, like when he does his high, like, ah. like it gave me fucking goosebumps in my <laughs> cheeks and shit. And that just, like, I was like, dude, I got to get back on this shit, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Me and Chris Garza have been doing the, you know, the music shit since high school. And then for me to see him up there and, like, doing good, it just kind of gave me, like, dude, I'm not that far off, you know? Like, yeah. keep on going, keep <laughs> on going, you know?
3: Yeah, dude, and, you know... For some people, they just get lucky. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it. lucky isn't talent. No. You, you know? gotta work hard
1: for it. They, those guys work hard for it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And,
3: they, you know, they got lucky the first time. Mm-hmm. But what kept them there was their hard work, their mm-hmm. fucking initiative, their drive and everything. And the presence. Exactly. Yeah, like, what, which is they, why they kept going as hard as fuck up until down. 2012. Yeah, uh,
0: that, That's that's uh, one advice that I would like to give bands to, especially... Cause a lot of bands I've noticed they'll fucking uh, break down and then take their shit and they just take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best thing I think to do is stay there, mm-hmm. interact with the fucking audience and shit. Make sure you know all those fans get a little one-on-one time. Yeah. Cause that, they'll show them you fucking care. You know that, that the reason you're there
1: is because of them. Yeah. you You gotta set the example.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cause I've seen bands just fucking. They they break their shit down and then boom gone. Yeah, that's and that's everyone's lame. like, oh, where'd they go? Wanted to talk to them and shit. Yeah, that's, and I'm like that's oh, they're gone. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> lame. Kind of like rock star stuff, I guess. You yeah. know, like yeah. fuck
0: the day we went to uh, that show that uh, Condor fucking through. We fucking stayed. Yeah, we stay talking to people yeah. <laughs> like they, they already said, hey, all right. Can we take this shit outside because we're closing up?
1: Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude,
3: literally. <laughs> and we're talking with the uh, uh, I think he's fucking Zach's cousin, dude, Eric. Th- oh, yeah. um, his last name's is Perez, is it? Yeah, dude. Um, and they both follow each other. So I, I was like, I are you guys cousins?
0: Is it Brandon? Brandon Perez
3: <laughs> Fuck I, I don't remember his name.
0: I uh, think it's Brandon Perez. Give me a second
3: and I will find it right now because I have all this shit right here. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> uh never mind. I think that back. A bunch of stuff from Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> um Shout I, out to Megman. I, I think it
0: is Brandon. Are, are you sure? Yeah. I, I I wanna say that's his name. Oh wait, I think it is Brandon. Uh, my fucking shit's all slow. Fuck.
3: Yeah, it is Brandon. Hi Brandon. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah, he's the one that told us to fucking go outside and shit oh, Asshole. <laughs> no, we, we kept talking to him. Oh yeah. I, it was funny because he's like, oh, can we take this outside and fucking um,
3: he's like, what? we can talk about take it outside? What? And then,
0: no, like, <laughs> we literally moved like 10 feet and we say talking inside the venue. St- <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The lady's like, all right, guys, well, we got to go. We got to lock stuff up. Us. So, yeah, you guys. uh <laughs> Yeah. Fuck, dude, it, yeah, it was a good night though It was fucking fun But um, for the most part Yeah dude Like honestly It was kind of like I was saying earlier If you could um, If you could do anything As a band Just you know Stick around And uh, you know Stick around the merch table Especially when people Are coming up And they see you like Oh dude You're in that band And I fucking love you guys And you know Just hearing that one Fucking hyped up ass person you Just be like Cool this is why I do this shit Yeah I, I, I
0: think of it as a Relationship uh, you know, you, you gotta be interactive and you, you need that fucking communication. Because yeah, if part not, they're, they're, the fans are just gonna be like, oh, these dudes are nothing but assholes. Because yeah. that's the first thing they think when you're just like, oh, I can't talk right now. You yeah. know, even if it's you trying to do something important, saying, oh, I can't talk right now, they're like, ah, oh, fuck you then. Yeah. Uh,
3: that's still me 10 years later with the fucking singer from Data Member. <laughs> fuck that fool. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Neil, Alex, you know, I got all that love for them. Those ones are cool as shit. They treated me like fucking family, (laughs) even though they didn't have to and they were already big and shit. They're just like, hey, bro, what are you doing today? Fucking serving up food. And then after that, go check out a band. Hey, bro, you want to come smoke weed after? Oh yeah, fuck that van, I'm down. <laughs> I'm hella down. I'll be by your fucking bus in like fucking twenty minutes. Give me give me a little bit. He was like, That's cool, bro. It gives us enough time to eat and shit. Yeah. I was like, Oh fuck yeah, dude. So I I mean I, I made good friends with them and everything and when I'd seen at fucking the glass house in Pomona I'd be like, Hey, what's up dude? How yeah. you guys been? You guys still remember me? Yeah, bro. What's up, Barney? I'm like, fuck.
1: Yeah. You guys, remember the worst name. Shit.
3: <laughs> this is what I get for having fucked up friends. They call me fucked up ass fucking nicknames. I'm like,
1: it's Manny. Yeah, what's up, Barney? Oh, man. Fuck. Oh, well, uh, also, too, like, um, Fender has, like, the Fender band jams once in a while, mm-hmm. you know, and it's um employees that have bands or, like, they play, you know, and then we played there once. And uh, Chris Garza, he's one of the, also one of those guys that comes uh, uh, often to Fender. And uh, I think he made his own guitar there and stuff. And oh, like, shit. Yeah, he comes there often, and, like, everybody's, like, shocked. Like, oh, you know him? I was like, yeah, we go to high school together. Like, oh, it was crazy. Yeah, we had the same teacher we blazed. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, when I want to say, um, yeah, we had the Fender band jam, and we played, and he came by, and, and, and we're like, what's up? And we're just drinking and shit, and, like, um, yeah, it, it was really awesome for him to be there, you know what I mean? And, or our performance, and it was, like, my first time around getting the band together, like, fully loaded. I had, like, another guitar player and a different bass player and the same drummer that I have right now and um yeah it was explosive and yeah, it was like an awesome like uh like it was an honor i guess to play in front of him and yeah. then the bass player was also there too oh shit. yeah but it was cool but um yeah as far as production like uh nick wilson the, the guy i was telling you about yeah he's the one that recorded our first album the full of hatred album mm-hmm. and um he did it on his computer and uh, the drums are all like um computerized they're all like um
0: yeah uh, the, he, it must have been that he over quantized it cause oh, no, it, he it's going to sound too like I get, not really fake yeah but like you can tell that no. it was programmed
1: yeah no um for me like um I, I like i like that one but yeah like for a certain song like full of hatred it's so like is so like fast with the roll and stuff but everything else for me like it sounded really good exactly like how i wanted it to sound yeah and um I know, like, uh, my drummer kind of felt like, you know, he got cheated because he wanted to put his drums in there. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it was like, it cost way more money to get it done that way. The money that, you know, he didn't have to put in. And honestly, I paid for the whole production for that one. And, Fuck okay, uh, yeah, I'll record your drums. <laughs> right? You know, and um, I, I like how it sounded, you know, like you could control the bump, how it bumps and toda la cosa. And I wanted to, you know, I have the influence of like new metal and death metal, so I like it to be powerful, but at the same time, bump and stuff. And uh, yeah, he did that. And then um, he got a new computer recently, and he let me have his old computer with all the programs. Oh and shit! And then new single the they released this year, uh, I- "Icon in Disguise." That one, um, I-, I did it myself. I did everything, like I recorded. Oh, no like, I, I had the computer. Like, it took me a few... I had to call, hey, how do I fucking put an effect on the guitar <laughs> and shit? Like, I hit him up every now, but he was really helpful and so stuff. So, what program
0: are you running?
1: Uh, it's called Cakewalk. Cakewalk? It, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that one. Until <laughs> he showed me, and I was like, fuck it, it works. And um, I showed him the song. I was like, here, check it out. He's like he calls me he always calls everybody big cat he's like, damn big cat you fucking <laughs> dude you, you you're doing your homework and shit and i was like dude i'm so glad you gave me this dude. like I, i'm like i have so many songs in my head that like i can't wait to like get them all out you know what i mean like and, um, that's what i'm going through right now I, I did that one and then i did that new one that i did uh, possessed that's gonna be like our intro for the new album and um i don't know i'm gonna try to hurry up as is much that as I why
0: can. that one was like two minutes
1: yeah it's it's like there's no Ed, vocals in yeah, it. Instrumental. it it's just the, like the intro that's the, uh, you know like the beginning you know we play that for like when we play our first when we play our show like the first one just kind of like get you going you so know like what you mean? get everybody going um, hey
3: what's uh, up guys yeah exactly yeah,
1: dude, Fuck yeah and then um yeah so we're gonna you know that's gonna be part of the new album and um I know. I, hopefully, I could like get better at doing the mixing and recording and everything, yeah. so I can, like pump out that album next year. Yeah. Dude, oh. fuck yeah, man! All DIY, all self-produced. Fuck
3: yeah, yeah, I, yeah, dude. That I honestly, if there's one resurgence of shit that I want to see, it's the DIY movement all over again. Yeah, yes. and it's mostly because of uh, you know I'm. It's not that I don't like venues and stuff. It's just yeah. I, I want to see bands. Uh, You know, set up fucking shows at, like, houses or venues or, you know, pretty much, like, like even the smallest venue you could fucking find. Yeah. As long as, you you know, you could get it for a set price that's not too fucking much and then hit up a few other fucking bands. Like, all right, guys, like, either, you know, sell some tickets for me or, you know, put this much in and, you know, we can set up a fucking show together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always think about the 80s hardcore movement. Yeah. And uh, how they did everything And yeah they fucking struggled But you still remember A lot of those bands from the 80s You remember Black Flag You remember Bad Brains You remember yeah. all those fucking <laughs> All those fucking big pinnacle fucking bands You remember their fucking faces Their names Like you can't forget who the fuck Henry Rollins is Oh yeah. dude
0: I don't think anyone can fucking forget that dude Not even cause he was in a fucking band he's just a because Nome- Nome- Nome-
3: he's Henry like, fucking Rowling he's an extreme actor. person yeah <laughs> dude and he's he's such a great uh, fucking motivational speaker nowadays too yeah I bet but um dude he he uh I remember his interview with the uh the American Hardcore the book as well as the movie um he talks about the whole yeah wide movement and how hard it was and Struggling to fucking eat and shit He was like dude You know a lot of these bands and everything They try to be like you know They they try to uh, reimagine themselves As you know what the fuck we try to do trying to be skinny skinheads and shit like that Yeah. And he was like dude we're fucking skinheads Because we had a fucking buzz cutter And we had one fucking blade Yeah So obviously we're going to cut the shit out of our hairs Because you know it's a bitch When you're in uh, the same fucking van In the same room yeah. for nine months out of the year with all the same five fucking people so you know you're gonna get grossed out eventually and you're save you some know, money yeah you're gonna yeah. save some money and be hygienic and shit and yeah. shave your fucking hair but he was like to see all these motherfuckers trying to be all edgy and skinny and shit He was like dude we're skinny because we didn't have fucking food yeah he was like we would lick the fucking chocolate off the wrapper yeah just to fucking you know we you finish the whole goddamn bar Mm-hmm. And that was what the fuck you got to eat that day, and you know, God forbid, if someone heard you crinkling that fucking ramble, like, hey, what the fuck you got there, yeah, bud? You all the supplies <laughs> Shoot it, like shoot that shit over here, like <laughs> the fuck right. you should be sharing. Cut that shit in seven pieces. Yeah, <laughs> dude, fucking seriously, sh- give me that piece of the Snickers. I want the, I want the one with the vein. All right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude. Um. Back, back when I, um, I was doing unsteady grounds and shit. You guys, guys right. were awesome, by the way. Yeah. I was a big fan. Oh yeah Yeah <laughs> Dude Now uh, I had only been doing vocals for a year Oh When really? we did that Oh that wow That was my first time doing vocals
1: Dude you guys are awesome dude I I, I wish you guys kept going Maybe yeah. Later <laughs> on You can find the right persons To yeah. keep it well, going
0: I, it, Up to Fredo cause Fredo Because those were his songs
1: Oh yeah Fredo. All I did was
0: fucking write the lyrics.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. You guys were amazing. You guys are all play your instruments, like, really well and, like, had some, like, um, crazy good ideas, you know, like, yeah. di- different, coming from a different angle. And oh, yeah. uh, I definitely appreciate it, like, that's the thing that, like, a lot of people are not doing, you know, you guys being yourself like opposed to other bands that are, like, trying so hard to be, like, other bands, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it was tough. And, uh,. Getting into that, I had already started making a game plan and shit. Yeah, like if for some fucking reason we started touring, I'm like, Yeah, I'll go out, I'll buy top ramen. Yeah, (laughs) dude, that's
1: awesome. I love thinking about things like that, you know what I mean? Like just thinking about like all the like the future, like that's what I'm saying. Like when people say, Oh, how come you don't have a manager? I was like, Well, we don't have money, but at the same time, I was like. Dude, that's a fun-ass job. I want to fucking do that. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking manage a band, dude. Yeah. Coolest job ever. It's like, fuck, I want to do that. It's
2: fucking tough, though, dude. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Like,
0: I've never managed a band, but I've talked to managers before. Mm. And uh, they were like, yeah, we have to talk to the band. We have to tell them we got to be here at these places. And then the hardest part is talking to the fucking promoters. And it's like, nah, I don't think I'd deal with that. Yeah. I'd be like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck this band, I'm out, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for me, it's just like, yeah, just I'm um, just trying to put in work and like um get our name out and stuff, and then you know that way we could like make a bargain, you know, and you know when we can, but right now like we're not for bargain right now, we're like just trying to put our name out and mm-hmm. put in work, but I could. Meeting all the Astos yeah, ways, is, is you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, from there, like, you know, our product speaks for itself. But, oh, yeah, like, you know, for me, that's, I, I, I don't mind it. You know what I mean? I don't mind being behind a product that I know it's going to work opposed to something that I'm lying about. Like, sure. oh, you know, it's the, this is really good for you. You know? And then, <laughs> you know, it ain't. And the shit, I'm not that kind of person. There's a lot of salespeople that are like, that's how they work and they make their living oh, yeah. and like you know respects to them but I don't I don't like that shit <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like them either <laughs> we're,
3: we're, we're talking about you Amway fucks out there
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> call them out fucking Amway
1: Mary uh, Kay whatever the fuck you want to call it but also too like um, times have changed it's not like it was before you know True. what I mean a lot of people used to go to shows all the time local shows like nothing and then now is like either gonna have like a like a good like you know like a band that's famous like oh yeah we're gonna go but to local shows it's not like it was before like we had a show this past saturday and honestly it was great but we bought we brought a good amount of people and then there were some people there and it was it was pretty cool you know honestly it was a good crowd but um you know like there's more uh, at times that like it's harder to drag people there you know what i mean because people in casa, you know Netflix and chill and then you know save money or whatever the fuck. but like a lot of people was like oh why am I gonna go to a show if I could just enjoy the concert on my fucking phone or, or hear this here or like who the fuck are they
3: you oh know? dude and we just had a um, we had a musician a few weeks back that told us uh, that's how he experienced uh, concerts and stuff yeah and his first show was a Nickelback show yeah and like me, he was ready to rip ass on that shit and I was like yeah <laughs> dude I, I mean I feel it like I mean, Nickelback is the butt of every musician's fucking joke. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, those motherfuckers, they hustled, They pushed yeah. hard. I mean, you, the fuck, how are you going to get a fucking musician's choice award? Yeah. If you're not good, you know? Yeah. You might not like them, but they're good musicians. You know, yeah, what I mean? dude, like, exactly. They have yeah. the fucking talent. You got to yeah. give them the credit where they deserve. Well, yeah.
0: Let, let, let me fucking settle this shit. I've said it before. I don't like them because I haven't heard them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you heard, it, you you heard them, you like them. <laughs> but you heard the rumors. Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I keep hearing people talking shit about Nickelback. I'm like, who, who the fuck are they?
3: <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: yeah. but I, I can't say I like them, and I, I really can't say I dislike them. Because I haven't heard their shit Yeah But, but you know go, I'll, I'll give them a chance <laughs> I'll give them a chance <laughs> but,
3: but going back to it You know that That's It's crazy Because that's how A lot of peer, people Experience shit nowadays Yeah They just fucking uh, YouTube it real quick And then fucking There's their hour and a half Right there Entertainment yeah. Instead it, of going out And you know Yeah I understand You know it's a fucking hassle sometimes Yeah I mean it's not that much of a hassle It's literally you getting in the fucking car Driving to the venue Getting the fuck out Get yeah. the fuck in The
0: hard part is fucking Trying to get you somewhere get on time Yeah um, yeah. yeah Fucking yeah. last show we went to <laughs> uh. but Like I was like Fuck we're gonna miss the band That we're supposed to go see Yeah And Turns out uh One of the bands dropped out And it was pushed An hour Yeah So we fucking made it
1: all right on yeah, time.
0: Yeah, I'm like fuck yes. That's
3: that's good. that's lucky. But yeah, dude, fucking. it. it <laughs> I mean that show was fun and you know fucking, it was cool. I mean like, granted, except that fucking mayo sandwich, but whatever.
1: No, yeah, but but it, it is hard, you know. Like even myself, I find myself like it, like hard to go out sometimes. Like my friends will hit me up like, hey, let's go fucking do this this weekend. I was like, all right yeah. for sure. And then when it's coming close, I'm like. I could just fucking stay home with my girl and just fucking watch, you know, this and eat food, you know. But then I'm like, no, I got to get the fuck out of here, you know. And then I once totally, you get out, uh, then, then it's cool. So it's like it's, the gener- like, it's the new times, you know what I mean? Everything's so easy, accessible. accessible. Yeah. They're like, it's like... Uh, why you know? why bother? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's why for me, is like I'm not too eager about the shows unless the right opportunity comes but um i'm gonna be releasing stuff online and everything and um sometimes i do spend some money on the promotions just Mm. so i could get more people like all around the world to hear it you know what i mean yeah and then um we do make a little bit of money from the itunes and spotify not a lot but you know a little bit but like i was telling you if i could get some people to like hear the music and be like oh this is just sick and then i know i've done my job and you know (sighs) It's
0: oh good. yeah, dude. Uh, do you guys use DistroKid? What do you mean? Uh, there's a. a thing oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
1: That, that's how we got it. That's how we got it. Oh, on that's how on you there. Did? Yeah, DistroKid. It, like, um, it puts it on like all major online stores and stuff like that. So oh, okay. we go ahead and do that, and um, I was like, fuck it, you good. know, easy for people to, you know, check it out, and sometimes I have flyers with the with the was it the qr code oh right. okay and then that way people just scan it you know make it you know work with the times <laughs> i guess you know yeah and make it easy for them instead of like oh looking you know, a cd you know see i don't have a cd player or some <laughs> shit you know, know fucking that? everyone fucking
3: just bluetooth their shit to their car nowadays exactly dude. so and
0: well you know in their defense it fucking sucks when you're listening to music And you're like Getting to a good part And then you hit a bump And it skips Yeah <laughs> And you're like Fuck What Go kind ahead. of shitty
3: ass CD player do you have In your car uh,
0: a sony <laughs> uh-huh.
3: I was like uh it's a ford the are stock you? shit understandable you've
0: seen my fucking shit I
1: know. are you I'm sure it's a sony, a sony not a sunny yeah it's not a kobe
0: shut up okay <laughs> 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 i went to a swap me all right fine yeah, it's a
1: it's a fucking
3: uh sonia <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait is it that is hey, a those are good hey, those are good hey no, <laughs> 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 oh dude
2: shit, you know
0: what dude. i'm going to go back to the old school it's i'm gonna buy myself a cd player yeah some headphones like those cheap ass one dollar headphones yeah and i'm gonna listen to fucking music on that shit again what the fuck Dude, hell
1: no don't do that yourself i have to <laughs> 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 honestly i do miss i do miss like the albums like um i i do actually plan on like releasing like a like hard copy of the album and stuff oh yeah because growing up like uh when i used to listen to bands like, well, I still listen to them, but like when I used to buy the CDs, I liked the booklet and like reading yeah. the, the, l- the, the lyrics and yeah. then the, the information of like what happened. Like, it made me feel closer to the band. So I want to do that and maybe not like fucking, you know, millions of copies, maybe like a hundred or something. And if it hits, and if it hits, if it hits where like there's more demand for it, then I'll make more. But it's just like a personal goal. Like, fuck it. Like, when I'm going to grandpa, I'll be like, hey, mijo. Cuando estaba niño este, este soy yo. Estas, Estas eran <laughs> mi pinche rolas, mijo. Corridos pesados.
3: <laughs> oh, dude, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, so. that's crazy to think, though. You know, uh, fucking a few years ago, everyone was doing the the vinyls, yeah. Uh, limited releases, and everyone started doing the limited releases for the cassette tapes. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that now. As a musician, you have to do a limited release for physical copies of your music? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Because
0: if you guys make cassettes or vinyls, yeah. I definitely have the way to play it. I have. (laughs) I have vinyl players. I have fucking uh, tape players and this shit. This one has
3: that big ass fucking Magnavox fucking uh, shit that everybody's discs. parents had. The, the laser disc? So the
1: one that you're everybody's uncle. The has. fucking
3: The vinyl on top. Mijo, no tocas eso, cabrón. Like a big old setup and right. shit. Like, Can
1: you record this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and you
3: can. You can at the cassettes. And your tia's telling you, don't fuck with the volume. You're going to fuck up my recording.
1: Yeah. All, don't move th- the needle. All <laughs> I
2: got
0: to get right now is a fucking 8 track player.
1: A track. Oh, yeah. They'll be no. like complete. <laughs> <Hell>
3: yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody need yeah. that shit. I
0: want I want it, dude. I, I don't know why I'm into all that shit.
3: Yeah. I'm am I'm gonna tag in some videos later. Is oh. That collectible stuff.
1: The, I mean, oh, not really collectible uh, audio file I, shit. I like
0: it? Any anything to do like dude <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm into the audio shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that's cool. Yeah.
3: But yeah, dude, fucking so uh you you got anything uh coming up
1: soon? in the next few weeks? Well, right now, we just uh, played our show on last Saturday and, um, the you know, the holidays are coming, Thanksgiving and yeah. uh, Christmas. So we're going to take the rest of the year off mm-hmm. and um, we're down to book uh, gigs for next year coming up. But right now, we're working, like I said, like I got all these songs that I want to release and I'm probably going to release like a little teaser for the newest track before the year's end, <clears> like <throat> around Christmas. And, um, yeah, so right now, we're just going to focus on new mm-hmm. music and uh, probably get merchandise ready for next year oh, and yeah nice. next year we're gonna hit it good and like try to get more shows and stuff like that but yeah we're taking like november december off for like shows and stuff Oh, for sure and then uh do you guys
3: have anything um how you say uh do you, do you guys have anything planned so to speak for um uh, well, so for next year, you guys, you know, you guys want your uh, new show. Well, you guys are gonna have shows, you know. Hopefully, some merch and stuff. Yeah. And you guys are focusing these next few. These next few months, uh, as we call it, holidays, yeah, uh, for producing some new stuff,
1: yeah, exactly. It's also too, we take it off too because it's harder for people to go to shows on the holidays, everybody's, mm-hmm. like, everybody's busy. gotta be with their family and stuff like that. And like, I'll fucking skip out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but now everybody's that down, yeah, you know, but I mean, like us too, you know, what I mean, like, we yeah, gotta, we gotta do our stuff and like, um, stuff like that, and um. That's one of the reasons, like, I wouldn't want to, like, play every weekend, you know what I mean? Because when you play every weekend, you practice to be good for that weekend for that set. But when you have time off or whatever, you can work on new stuff and, like, get tighter on different stuff. And that's why um, I I like that, you know what I mean? Like, if, if I get to choose, I'll probably play a show, like, every every two every every month or every two months you know what i mean that way we have time to like work on new stuff and get better yeah because if you're just like focusing on the next show the next show and you're playing the same set same set same set it's like the same stuff you're never gonna do something else something different and um oh we also um thinking of covering like one or two songs and shit from like some of our Artists that we like, you know. Oh, don't release so, that yeah. shit
0: yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has can't, to be keep, on your fucking yeah, your keep, account.
3: Yeah, yeah. You keep that secret for us. Um, yeah. but uh, so is there anywhere that we can find your guys' music? Uh, oh, find your music. Uh,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, you could um look us up on it. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and um, uh, we also have a Twitter account. But um, yeah, that's like a way to follow us and like see all our updates and like pictures and like you know be more in touch with us. But yeah, as far as our music goes, you can check us out on Bandcamp.com and um, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and I think maybe Pandora and uh, YouTube, of course, for sure. Yeah. So we make sure we're available on the YouTube and all that stuff. So yeah, we're available and um, yeah, check it out, Holy it, you know, H
0: uh, O L Y space W Fuck
1: W R E T C H E D. Holy, ratchet. holy I, ratchet. I felt
0: confident on that one, and then it just you the confidence went, went when I heard the W. I was
1: like, He got it, he got it. Because a lot of people go like R, and I was like, No, <laughs> like my homie was like, Oh, holy ratchet. And <laughs> oh shit That's what you call A hoe on a Sunday At church <laughs> I was like I was like no And he's like Dude that's fucking cool Holy Ratchets And I was like No I'm a fool it's fucking Holy Ratchet He's like oh, <laughs> he, He's like Oh I thought it was, Holy ratchets Is better <laughs> 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 Their oh, new merch Comes it. out Fucking says Holy Ratchet Yeah <laughs> <it's just>
0: Some
3: <laughs> bitch just Some bitch twerking Oh man With the fucking The tree looking Fucking uh, You know the, the typical font For most hardcore metal bands oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> that'd be fucking tight oh fuck I want that shirt now yeah <laughs> I know right <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hopefully we get that copy written but yeah. um so y- you know we can find you on Spotify iTunes Instagram uh, Twitter as well. Uh, for, so for you guys, Twitter and uh, Instagram counts are they both the similar names or are they under different ones? It's
1: similar. I'm okay. pretty sure if you just type "Holy Richard," you'll, you'll, you'll find f- it. Find it. Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool, cool, cool.
3: And then uh, you know, typical for us. You know, if you guys want to find us, we're. Uh, at Manny's Baking, at Chris Podman, and then obviously we're at the Venue Pod on Instagram.
0: And if you guys want to hear any other shows under the network and stuff, check out Double the Trouble, Fredo's Rants, um, the Graveyard Shift Show, well, the Graveyard Shift, and
3: Manny's Baking. I'm lagging. I'm sorry, guys.
0: It's fine, it's fine. Chill out.
3: But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, guys, uh, thank you, boss. You know, it was a fun fucking day. You know, thank you, Guillermo, for coming. Oh, and yeah, uh, thank,
0: dude, I didn't know you were that fucking far. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Pomona, he's <"It's> Pomona. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: It's, it's a 71.
1: Pomona is the same thing, right? It's just two different letters. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, but um, yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, it was, it was, um, it was a great experience. It was fun. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun, man. Thank you. No problem, <laughs> dude. Thank no you for coming. Come through. Hey, hell yeah, definitely. I will. I'll take. I take you on that well, offer. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Then.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
1: Alrighty guys. You guys check us
3: out. Peace. Later. Al rato. <laughs>